Hello everyone and welcome to Draw Your Swords, an actual play D&D podcast played with comic artists and writers. I am Sandy, the Dungeon Master, and joining me this week... Hey, I'm Harry and I play Imlyn, the Halfling Rune. Hi, I'm Holly and I play Veda, the Fire Genasi Bard. Hi, I'm Lily and I play Fig, the Furball Druid. And I'm surprised that we didn't find many undead under this place, because I thought we were going to find skeletons. <laughs> that was actually that was better than some of your others. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like I got the joke. It was landed. delivered. Yeah, yeah. It was delivered poorly, but you know, <laughs> they all are. The ball was there, and you hit it. Yeah. No. Uh, I would love to see you do stand up. It'd be pretty good. No, it'd be awful. I just just think I cry. Just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Guys, you hear about cheese, you know the thing about cheese. <laughs> you know, when there's a lot of uh, skeleton. Oh no, oh god. <laughs> you ever play DD, guys? Do you know ghosts, guys? All I do when I, whenever I go out, like with people is talk about ghosts and then scare myself. That's <laughs> true. Last time we continued in this dungeon, you met Mr. Red, Himir Redfern, uh, who was this very old very sad looking blue tiefling and you found that he had this little workshop that he's been creating all these drugs and that he was an old cleric of Lithander and when he spoke out against the the baron of this place he got put down here although he's still been making tons of drugs for god knows how many years he then led you into a larger chamber which looked like an old cathedral of some kind where around 35 to 40 people were in this room all making narcotics with these machines you decided to continue on to find a way out after being trapped down here deciding not to go up through the baron's house which you figured was above you and his guard posts you decided to descend deeper in which you found a collection of cells where they were obviously keeping the prisoners delving into the dungeon you found a strange collection of rooms reminiscent of a time where Susen, the uncle of the current king, apparently was doing some sort of experiments and living down in this dungeon with his very fancy setup that he has. After encountering various traps and undead, you came to a quite a scary room where Emlyn's greed almost killed the party in removing a well, <laughs> and removing, Just, I think uh, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> and removing a ruby from a statue let out poisonous gas from these statues and trapping you inside. From quick thinking and pretty s- strong strength from Fig and Malara, you were able to escape. Then entering into the next room, which hung from the ceiling attached by many chains, this demonic creature who you assumed to be Zeusin, the uncle of the current king. After defeating him with some very good use of dispel magic and uh, some quick thinking, you were able to slay him. And now he lies sliced in two on the floor with his blonde hair curling in between the chains. And now you have to make a decision whether you escape this room where you can see a door off to the left-hand side with a glowing light on the other side or go back and save the prisoners what would you guys like to do 
I believe we just had a short rest as well. Uh, oh, did we? I believe so. Or we can <laughs> have... Because I'm still at like half hit points. <laughs> if not, we can have a short rest if we didn't do it last time. I think I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think we did, but I want to have one. Yeah, I'm just having a look I... at the past rolls and I don't think we did. You cast Cure Wounds, apparently. Yeah, I did. It's because Veda was unconscious. <laughs> Veda died. That's true. Um, if we're gonna take a rest, Veda will do song of rests. So. Okay. Nice. Everybody gets an extra D6. Everybody gets one. I'm pretty sure I used just like almost all of my hit dice <laughs> trying to recover oh, yeah, before that fight. So I, I'm not gonna get that much better. But thank you very, very much. <laughs> I've got one hit die left, and um, Veda's on 11 HP. <laughs> it's not a good guy. So yeah, you have roll. Is that D6 still for your yeah, Song of Rest? Or is, it, or is it D8? I only used 5, but 10's nice. Nice. Do I roll that? Yeah, I think we all roll separate. Yeah. Separate. Well, me and Veda rolled twos, so... <laughs> oh! I'm fine, actually. Emelyn's fine. <laughs> They've got... Nice. Veda's not fine. But she's not terrible. <laughs> I got thirty nine hit points Thirty nine. Holy hell. Yeah. Oh, all <laughs> right. You know the um the door leading off the room? Yes. Is it like definitely like daylight like back out into the street sort of thing? Or is it It would be odd if it like was a long corridor? Yeah, it would yeah. be odd if it was okay. you're kind of <laughs> like we were in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. You're you remember the positioning of where you are and it's directly in the centre of the town. So whatever light that's coming from is not sunlight, but it, it's I... it's bright and it's there. Can yeah. I go over and give it a wee listen, see if I can hear anyone up there? Sure. Yeah. As you walk across the chains, you walk up to the. And um, while Fig's doing that, can Veda like kind of search this guy? Mm -hmm. Sure. Oh, yeah, I got an eleven. Okay, eleven for your perception, Fig. Mm -hmm. Six investigation. Okay. As you She's listen, not feeling good. <laughs> as you listen to the door fig, you don't hear anything but almost like a crackling of fire. But the light isn't flickering; it's steady. But you hear this like crackling torch sound from the other side. What color is the light? It's a bright yellowish color, so like a torch, but a bit brighter than that. As you are investigating around. Emlyn, you are looking at your whole collection of various bits and pieces that you've got. Your new glasses, your whole collection of money that you have. And as you're counting through it, you notice a note curled up in one of these. You unfurl it. It bears the mark of the king, but it hasn't been sealed. And, and their note reads, To his royal highness and my brother, I have found that we are not only of old name, but of old blood. We are the chosen. We must push forward with the experiments. The loops are making good progress and the results are promising. I have one more experiment to test if we are capable of controlling this old magic. Without the use of these crystals, we will crush the Zisan uprising in due course. Signed, your brother, Zeus and Zundaria. What? Does it look like a really old note? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do I, do I know who the loops are? Does Harry know who the loops are? <laughs> <Make a history laughs> Does Emlyn check. know? You know both. Yeah, okay, it... cool. Because Emlyn's a bit older, so... Yeah, okay. The loops were a noble family in... Originally from 
Zundaria. They were part of the Zundarian Empire and basically controlled the armies and were all in charge of that. But most of their land was in Zisan. So when the uprising happened, uh, they kind of swapped sides on them. And that's kind of mostly what you know about them. They have a pretty nasty reputation. So basically from this note, they can just tell that they know that the loops are on the other side and it's about some kind of experiments with the crystals. Yeah. If it's really old, does it sound like it's about when the war was still happening? Yeah, yeah. It seems like pretty regular when that was happening. Because it's uh, to my royal highness, my brother, where the current king is the son of the the king right now oh right so okay it, okay okay and when it's to my brother it's it's like to the jane devil that we just got right it was either this was from zusin so the guy who's lying dead on the floor oh okay okay yeah and cool. whose statue so, was at the front of the he was did we just yes. kill royalty yes Yikes. yeah but like he was messed up yeah <laughs> he was he was evil now so <laughs> i mean i think most of the royalty in this place is evil so what I think as a player is like, is what's happened. I kind of want to know if what him being all chained up and stuff was to do with something with the experiments. So I don't know if that's. I guess Emlyn doesn't really know anything about magic. Mm, um, yeah. I think uh, from what you could tell would be something magical. Perhaps in that gas room of experiments and shards, you might have figured something just, out yeah and obviously this guy was experimenting on them mm -hmm. but i feel like as far as i remember i don't remember like i don't see that we have this story right that he ended up stuck below fighting waves and waves of the undead mm -hmm. but when we came down here he's just like chained up and super evil yeah and, and there is undead down here so there are undead down here but like not skeletons not that he's fighting oh, oh my god <laughs> Um, so basically, like, what Harry thinks is like, well, was he experimenting with these crystals, being like, yes, soon we'll have the ultimate weapon, and just, like, messed himself up? And is there any way to tell if he's, like, the crystals are what made him into this? Sure. And then we'll see if it's connected because of the letter. Sure. I mean, I don't know if that's just, like, intelligence. I guess it would be either Arcana or Medicine check. I mean, you're kind of like examining the body and it's both magical and not so. weirdly my arcana is better than my medicine <laughs> i guess all right maybe emlyn is like uh kind of frightened of magic but maybe also interested in magic and having got this letter they kind of want to know if, if magic okay as a proof of how dangerous magic is is the yeah. thing that turns this guy into a demon or whatever Six. Oh, oh. A strong six. <laughs> yeah. Even though you have That's an interesting magic, <laughs> you don't know much about magic. Don't know and shit about it. Looking at the body, uh, most of it is just swollen because of the chains. Uh, there's no reason why he should be alive. There doesn't look like to be any sustenance. He doesn't seem to be eating. So there's some reason why this person's alive and not functioning like a normal person. Emlyn says something very not profound, just like, I think this was magic. <laughs> <laughs> As, um... Looking at the body of this thing that was like whipping chains around. As Emlyn showed Veda the note. Yes, they do. 
in fact maybe that's like part of what they're doing they're like i think this was magic and also shares the note where it's like we're experimenting with magic (laughs) (laughs) you have to like looking at the ground with a magnifying glass like "Mm, magic (laughs) yeah it's just emlyn like looking at the body looking at the note looking at the body looking at the note (laughs) turns to vader (laughs) so Uh, vader knows who the loops are doesn't she yeah of course you're very close ties with him i suppose so what's uh, Veda's reaction to hearing their connection? I mean, I guess she's not super surprised because this is like during the war and they were like obviously on the Zindarian Empire side. But I also feel like she's going to read this note and then just like spit on the guy's body. <laughs> <laughs> does Veda like share that she knows who the loops are? Is it because she does know that they were the Zendarian Empire side in the war and this is clearly when this note was written but yeah, but and you know like... that they're now working with Zisa they, yeah. they, they swapped sides and near the end of the war the, the loops uh, a family they live in Hivafor in Zisan and they were on the Zendarian Empire side in the war but they switched sides when the tables turned but I know my father does not trust them, and I don't either. I am a little concerned that they are maybe still making good progress, whatever that means. Is that the town you're from? Yes, it's the capital of Sisan. So, do you know them? Have you met them? I know a little of them. I haven't spent a lot of time with them. I used to see their sons uh, at my place of work. (laughs) And were they... (laughs) extremely magically powerful or just sort of they're very 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 large and strong but I wouldn't say magically powerful but I don't know sometimes it's hard to tell I mean were they nice you mean like okay (laughs) I couldn't really tell if you meant like large and strong in a way that you know in a fun sexy way no not really not really my uh, cup of tea. I think that's the first time I've actually heard Emlyn say sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as I was saying it, I was like, I don't think, maybe this is just like a me thing to say. No, I feel like Emlyn says sexy, but in, with like, their nose is like wrinkled. <laughs> in a way like that a, maybe makes like it very clear. Saying sexy. I've, I just feel like it's, as they say it, it's in a way that is clear that they don't think... <laughs> <laughs> like big strong guys <laughs> are fun and sexy <laughs> I feel like it's like a naughty word that Emlyn says away crying in the corner <laughs> he's like I'm not sexy <laughs> after coming to this realisation Fig what are you up to? no he's just kind of waiting he doesn't really know what a loop is he doesn't know anything about this nonsense so he's just like i don't fucking know i'm just gonna stand wait by the door make sure nothing comes through so after having this realization of the loops and what kind of people they are what's your guys next course i guess if we are close to an exit maybe we would be better to go back the way we came and clear out those skeletons and try to get prisoners out this way well i don't know if this is an, an exit necessarily it seems like there's a fire behind the door but like it's not acting like a fire i don't know it's just like a weird light but i don't think it's outside we'll um, could you 
could you do your thing where you turn into a little spider and go and have a look oh. and see what's in there and then we we know what we're dealing with? Yeah, sure, that's a good idea. And I'm going to pop into a little spider okay. and scuttle my way under the door. You're met with thick vines and foliage that you're able to get through as you're a little spider. And it seems that no one has left or entered this area in a long time. But they are sitting on a little stone plinth, a ever-burning torch, and this tunnel that just heads deep into this cave. In a straight line, all kind of really nicely hewn out, not natural in any way. Okay, can I hear anything? Make a perception check. 19. Silence on okay. down this hallway. Can't hear anything apart from the crackling of this ever-burning torch. Are all the vines and plant stuff just like things overgrown from time? Yeah, it looks like it. You can see this. It's not like a magical effect or anything. Doesn't look to be. It seems like it's actually growing out of the ground and you see where the hewn rock is kind of split and uh, roots and stuff are coming down from it now. And the smell okay. of earth and foliage consumes your spider nostrils. <laughs> My spidey senses. Okay. Do spiders have nostrils? I assume they do. Do they, do they have a sense of smell? Do they smell like through their feet or something? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But let's just say they do because that sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> just like... Yeah, oh, but then if you... Why does the text smell with sense sensitive hairs located on their legs? Mm. Oh, I was of close! We're going to end the fun by telling you the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I'm going to scurry my way back yeah. to the crew and pop back out of spider form and just say, um, yeah, this way is like clear. It's just a weird torch kind of hanging out, but I don't think it would be a problem. What do y'all think? I didn't hear anyone the back there either. I think it might be either a way out or just a weird torch room. My train of thought was that this Baron has been telling the story of this thing down here, saying he is this protector from the undead in this place, but there are a handful of skeletons, and I'm thinking that the truth of it is that He's down here, and he's keeping prisoners from escaping out this way. So now he's dead. Maybe we can bring people this way and get them out. Can I go look at the body? Yeah. I want to see if like the chains are embedded in him or something like that. Just like see what the chains are if they're like a part of him. Okay, make an investigation check. Can it not be medicine? Thanks. Yeah, that's fine. Shit, natural one. <laughs> No idea. I slip on a chain. <laughs> you don't know the origins of where they're coming from. They just seem to be everywhere around this. It's like body. I start start following one chain and then just like get caught in another one and just like. I mean, there's. This kind of looks like I'm walking around the room. Probably like 50, 60 different chains in this room alone, all just going towards him. Even though he's cut in half, it's actually hard to see where they start and where they end. That's super weird. Do you want to clear out these skeletons in the next room and then get all the people back? But it's like, I don't want to free them and then pull them into more danger from from like beyond this point. No, I know, I don't either, but I mean, I don't know if we'll be able to find our way back if we leave. I feel like that's the thing. If we are going to go and get the prisoners, we just need to think about what that means. I mean, it means taking out these skeletons here and 
maybe it means making sure that this actually is the way out. I mean, what I remember is it being a bit of a maze, right? Uh, you, like, followed a rat to get here. Yeah, yeah. It was like a zigzaggy kind of place in the one room you didn't go into because there was, like, six skeletons. And then there was the, the various traps, the swinging axes that are probably still active, and the log that is now active as well. You pretty much activated every trap. <laughs> so the, they the all only... hit me because we're, we're so good. Yeah, the only <laughs> so the, the only trap that would probably be a problem is the swinging axes. Could we just break them? I, mean, I suppose we could go back through the house that we entered from and bring people back out that way. If uh, because we know how to get in that way too now, and uh, Mister Red is there, maybe he would help us. I am very tired. <laughs> but I don't want to leave these people here either. Well, we know that the only real threat is the axes, and me and Malara could probably break those, or Emlyn could disarm them somehow. I mean, and the skeletons. There are yeah, there's nothing. It's fine. I mean, I'm. I could go back. That's fine. But I kind of reckon we should be doing. We should just try and make it so it's safe and put marks on the walls and stuff and make sure there's not more danger up ahead yeah i'm mostly worried about the extra danger up ahead yeah Just in case there is like a horde of undead or something do you think we should go and look what's that way first yeah why don't we leave like a little trail behind us so if it turns and stuff around we can find our way back well we do have a lot of copper pieces we could leave a trail i'll do that that's a good idea every time we turn i mean we could try a wee way up here at least and if it seems like very obvious it's just one long path out into safety we could take a rest and go back yeah that sounds good to me by the way there is a weird torch back here and i don't think you should touch it has anyone seen the torch no no yeah you haven't gone through the door they like peek around to look at it maybe yeah. it's been burning for a very long time Must i mean be, maybe but... we should definitely take it with us i don't want to touch My anything down here because every time every time you touch anything i always get slammed with something I think I broke Emlyn like Emlyn like suddenly looks like oh yeah shit <laughs> and like sort of like subconsciously like puts their hands like behind their back or like in their pockets or something. We're going forwards. Okay, so yes, we're deciding to right? leave and have a long rest good, somewhere. Yeah, leave for just now and then come back. I forgot that we left no. at like midnight, so it's probably like four a.m. Mm -hmm. and we don't want to hit that exhaustion zone. Deciding on to leave you. Push through these vine-covered the doors. You're okay. You... Okay, well, just can you assume I am checking so hard for okay. traps? Yeah, and Emlyn a... is like feels pretty terrible about themselves, and every single place we go, like every step, walking along. Okay, okay. make a investigation check. In seven. Okay, so for this whole trek back. Wait, 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 seven wait. Is good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you just you about to tell me that we're safe? Yeah, you're you're safe so as you exit this area you see the ever-burning torch on the stone plinth and it seems to just be sitting there there's no intricate carvings on the walls it's quite a plain stone tunnel all hewn out and specifically carved mm. with the roots now coming through from probably various back gardens and just general it being unkept in this area you know you probably see a couple of mushrooms and stuff growing in here now like... can i one, put the mushrooms I took from the lab in here because I feel like this is a suitable growing area for mushrooms. 
And two, cast Detect Magic. As you cast Detect Magic, the torch lights up. Can I tell what school of magic it is? Enchantment, I guess. Yes. Enchantment or alteration. Okay. And I get the, the mushrooms all happy in their new home. As you descend oh. deeper into the hull. I say to the other mushrooms around them, now you look after these ones. They're working mushrooms and they're new here. So be kind. And they make, make their way. About 30 to 40 minutes later, you descending down this tunnel, Emmeline keeping in a close eye on, maybe not so, so much of a close eye, on the surroundings. A close but inept eye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I will listen out first as well. You want to make a perception check? Sure. Perception. 22. Disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> as you're walking, you do hear the faint sound of a river coming from underneath you. It seems mm. like there's apparently an underground river flowing underneath you. Hence why the mushrooms are probably cultivating here. But other than that, about this. you can't hear anything. Probably a couple of scurrying critters around as you descend further and further and further and deeper. As you reach the end, it's obviously pitch black night as you come to this draped over vines and old bits of uh, foliage and a snow-covered floor as you hit in, into this open plain. You see the forests off into the distance and you realize that you're outside the city. Oh, neat. This is just like a cave. And you could, It was probably pretty hard to find if you were uh, looking for it, even if you know it's here. Can we make some kind of like marking or something so we'll be able to find our way back? We can make a big a stalactite thing. Sure. Cool. Just for fun, I use my last third level spell and do erupting earth and make a big, big bunch of stalagmites come over the top of it. Okay. Or tights. The bottom ones. Tights. Sure. No. Tights. Mites. Mites. Tights. Hold on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many rules to it, and I can't remember any of them. Yeah, I've heard the the thing so many times, and I still don't get it. So still don't get it. I make some spiky boys erupt from the earth. Yeah. There you go. There so you yeah, as you push the spikes up, it now creates this jagged face looking in the in the mountainside. As you... Just to make sure that we know it's the right one, boop, I bop my um, staff onto it and grow a little mushroom right on top of the middle stalag. The, yeah. the, the stag. Like... The stag. <laughs> a stag lad. Okay. And you make your way back into the city of... How far away was this place? Was it like really far outside or is it just like a five minute walk? You can see the city walls. Like the, the city's built upon a stone mound and this was a cave underneath, you know, kind of like Edinburgh. Okay. How it's all built up and then stuff's mm -hmm. underneath it. So, um, yeah. Is it like mm -hmm. the, the middle of the night or is it like yeah, it's before getting it's... light again? Because uh, you're in winter, it's not getting light. <laughs> Anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> um, it's probably like 3 a.m. though. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, that's maybe we should go back and sleep. I will see. Just to get us there a bit quicker, I'll turn into a horse. Okay. Give everyone a wee lift. Yeah, everyone hops on top of the horse. You begin riding up towards the city gates. You can see all the little carts and various travelers' tents are all closed up, and any little market stalls are all shut. And you can see. Probably a couple of people patrolling their little campments that are outside the city gates. As you approach the city gates, 
the same probably people are working and um, that noticed you guys uh, enter this place they let you in no problem uh where are you guys heading are you heading back to the glimmerick yes yeah we have rooms or yeah we do have rooms there yeah riding through the city you head eastward towards the glimmerick probably another 20 minutes or so pass as you head inside everything is calmed down the bouncer at the front door is no longer there and you see people just generally cleaning up and uh gildor glimmerbeard is kind of just sitting clean cleaning the beard uh cleaning the bar or beard uh cleaning the bar figure i assume you're not a horse anymore no i'm not a horse i say good evening night good night hello how did it go is everything all right um yes sorry i'm just i think i need to sleep and uh, i will talk to you in the morning but don't worry we're going to fix this we have found i mean everything's not all right but we found a way to get in and out so hopefully we might be able to get some of the so you're... people being kept there okay so people are alive I, I don't know the whole situation of it i just needed to know where zara was uh did we see zara you d- you mean... don't know what she looked like she never explained who she was yeah like we but mm. we didn't like look in particular no you kind of quickly got out of that main room where everyone mm. was being held well maybe we, we say that like yeah we haven't seen her yet but we'll take a better look tomorrow when we go to save everyone from the cells and stuff right i mean we'll get the people out that we can get out yeah we know how to get out now and there's not any danger along the way go get yourselves to bed and we can hopefully sort the situation out tomorrow yeah do you have any bar snacks there we have food up in your room if you want to go have it neat cool thanks gonna hit the bed right, well we go to bed yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good I feel like that's a good time to yeah fig just like falls asleep starfishing and loads of apple cores around him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah you kind of head up the three flights of stairs to the top you have these beautiful rooms that you're able to have and um, you do see a couple of the entertainers they're all talking about their evenings all the weird adventury stuffs that have gone on that evening some gossip Malara does talk to a couple of these people as probably sleep takes most of you we're starting our quite cold day in the glimmerick waking up you get the smell of food everyone getting prepped for their days you know you see people quickly putting on makeup heading downstairs for food then running back up to get various other preparations for their day sorted uh, rooms cleaned it seems to all be a bit hectic as you're waking up a bit later than you normally would since you uh, came in quite late uh, waking up probably around 10 and 11 ish in the morning heading downstairs you see gildor it kind of gives you a nod and says um yes if you could have a look at of that investigation that you were talking about last night uh we're very busy it is uh, going to be a busy night again for us if you could find zara at some point that would be most excellent and i very much appreciate it and like i said that amplifier on stage as she points towards the microphone that you got a good glimpse at veda says that will be yours if you can bring her back i appreciate that but that's not why i'm doing this no but i 
also understand that this can be quite a problematic issue and wish to see it resolved very well. Yes, I think this will be a long day. Yes. But we will try our best. As you know, as someone trying to get Gildor's attention, she says, ah, excuse me, I have other things to do. Right, what do you want? And she goes off. You have a pretty hearty breakfast of nice. baking, eggs, porridges, um, sausages, tomatoes, mushrooms, all the good stuff. You see people Thanks. running around with like bits of toast in their mouth trying to get everything sorted. Are we going to go through the, the back entrance? Or I find think the so. Again? If we can find it. Yeah, I, I mean, think, I put the rocks there. I think that might be the more subtle way to approach this. Also I don't think way, there's, a, there's not an easy way to do it. This way we can probably take out skeletons and the traps and things before we rescue people. Yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. I prepared a fun spell for the skeletons. <laughs> okay, I will look forward to that. <laughs> It'll be real fun. Emlyn is like watching Fig warily. <laughs> He's just like beaming in some bacon, having a great time. I honestly don't know what spell you've... Ch is it... Is it the third level spell? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this should be fun. Having this conversation, finishing up your breakfast, and you begin to leave town, I assume? Yeah. Do we want to get there faster, or do you, want, do you not really mind? Extra speed wouldn't hurt. Sure. I'll turn into a war horse, because I can do that now. So I like to think it's just, like, slightly buffer, and kind of, like, goth horse. Like spiky bridle and spiky saddle <laughs> i i just realized that malawa is also with you yeah we need a big goth horse do we <laughs> yeah big goth horse yeah why not i would say whatever like you're all you're quite small and then there's uh, malara and fig you're pretty huge when it comes to horses so i go big boy horses yeah goth horse he's got the like buffest horse you ever did painted, see <laughs> painted black hooves mm, draping hair over the face I like to think it's still just like a shire horse, but with these like added mm. goth bits. I feel like now you're saying that, I'm just imagining like every animal figure's ever turned into is like a little bit goth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little in a fashion way. Got a edge to him. He's the least edgy person ever. <laughs> the softest person ever. I was gonna say like edgy isn't a word that I would associate with <laughs> Edgy and sexier. Thick two things. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very sweet boy. <laughs> Descending out the city, the guards taking note of you leaving. You see people now setting up their stalls, getting everything ready today. You see more uh, travellers and merchants heading into the city with their wagons and various things. Preparing for the deeper winter months, the clouds are thick and dark as you exit the city. Looks like there's going to be some heavy snowfall soon. As you look out on this white wasteland with the pine trees off into the distance, you make your way back to the cave entrance. Is my mushroom see... still there? It's a bit cold looking, a bit of snow on it, but it's trying to survive. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'll turn back into me and I'll pluck the, the mushroom off. Now no one will know. I feel like you're just going to be going through the whole cave, but like fig, like cradling the mushroom. Just like, sleep now. You've done your work. As Malara says, okay, 
So last time we were in one of these situations up on the mountain before entering to fight Alexander, we didn't really have a plan. And I feel like we're going into the same situation again. I thought we had a plan. No. You said... Well, (laughs) we go through, yeah, and then we rescue everyone, and then we come out. Yeah, this we was go the through, similar the type of plan that we had with find Alexander and stop him. I, I think we should go through, get rid of the skeletons, make sure there is a clear path, mark that path, so we don't take any wrong turns through the rooms. And then I think the first place we come to, if I remember right, would be the prison and then I think we need to quietly get rid of the guards in the prison section and then if we can make our way through to where the production area is I'm all I've we've all killed people here but are we really wanting to kill these guards or we could knock them out and put them into a cell and lock it. I don't want to unnecessarily kill anyone, but... I feel the same way. You know, I think it would be better not to kill them if we can. Just make sure they're incapacitated until we get everyone out. Because they're not the masterminds. They are just, I'm sure they are just trying to get by as well as anybody else is. And I don't want to be tried for murder. No, definitely not. I mean, we might still end up getting, you know, tried for breaking people out of prison, but... Another risk that I feel like we haven't really talked about yet. Yeah, I'd be fine. Well, you could just turn into a tiny little spider and walk out of jail. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get in much more trouble. And... Oh, you're talking about how we don't have a plan. We did find Alexander in the end. We did. It usually works out. So now the plan is we'll just do it and try not to kill the guards. But kill skeletons. Yeah, we... Yeah, kill the skeletons. Don't kill the guards. Try and just uh, knock them out and tie them up or put them into a cell and we lock them in there. And then we get everybody out. And... Then we go to jail, and then we break out of there. That sounds easy that's enough. Okay, well, that's as. Do you better feel better plan. now, Malara? <laughs> eh, a little bit. Um, not really sure, but I know that people are in need, and we must stop them. So. I don't have a problem with uh, going to jail for doing the right thing. You know, what is I, jail? The law doesn't mean it's the right thing. It's probably the other way around in quite a lot of cases. Exactly. No just one... because something is legal does not mean that it is right. Fig. Fig's eyes are just like wall-eyed. <laughs> I don't think Fig understands what the jail is. I don't think Fig needs to understand what jail is. Do you get out of anywhere? Pretty much. Okay. We, if it comes to it, we'll, we'll let him know. <laughs> As you descend into the cave, you feel the, the dampness rising from the the underground river kind of giving this weird like mulchy feeling to your path the entrance is a bit frozen as uh, you head inside whistling winds wrap your ears as 
you head in. You come to the door. The ever-burning torch still sitting there. Untouched. I'm so curious about this torch. Like, do you think it'll do anything if we move it? I know I told you not to move it yesterday, but... I kind of want to. Is this why you do it? Because you just kind of want to. Does Veda know what the torch is? It just looks like a torch that's burning forever. I haven't been activating the traps just because I wanted to. It was accidental or very <laughs> necessary. Okay, I guess we just leave it alone. Fig's just yeah, we, it up. we hold Fig's hand and just pull him. <laughs> okay. I'm just very excited to see the skeletons again. <laughs> <laughs> is this a new spell that you have prepared? Yeah, well, I've never done it before, but I was communing with nature this morning. And I had a feeling that it it might be a good one. I look forward to seeing it. Also, I feel like commuting with nature is like code for doing a poop. <laughs> 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 yes. I mean, that's how he gets his spells. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like tea reading, but a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's canon what Emlyn thinks. <laughs> I've communed with nature, alright, okay. Thanks, <laughs> not too close by. Here's some, here's some leaves. <laughs> Go wash your hands. <laughs> Heading inside, you still see the body of Susan on the floor, unmoving. I like how you're calling him Susan now, too. <laughs> Susan! Susan! Susan. Um, Susan. I still haven't seen it written down, so it's Susan. Coming to that entrance where you first encountered Susan, you see the rubble in front of you. The door to your left is the poisonous trap room. God knows what's happening in there. And to your right would be the door to the skeletons, which was a nice-looking hall with chandeliers on the ceiling and roughly about six skeletons, if you could remember. Emlyn takes the door to how, the left. No, how big was the room? <laughs> it was uh, probably like 50 by 25 feet. Okay, 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 okay. I really want to... I'm so anxious. <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to do. I just kind of want to open the door. You open the door, and about 10 feet away from you lies about three skeletons, then another 25 feet away is three more skeletons, all just looking at the floor. <gasps> you see... Uh, tables where people would have been received at some point. You see goblets knocked on the floor, tabards and old tapestries just all ripped and torn to asunder. They have old swords at their side as they're all just looking at the floor. Are and they all standing? They're all just standing there, yeah. Can I can I do my spell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fig just kind of like pulls out his uh, water, water skin mm -hmm. and starts pouring it on the floor. And he just smiles at the skeletons, and a massive tidal wave just comes over them all. Nice. <laughs> I like it from this perspective of <laughs> Emlyn and Veda and Malara. You just take out a little thing and start purring on the floor with a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, he's like, pouring <laughs> out, pouring out for the lads. Okay, I need to make uh, deck saves for all of them. Okay. Skeletons I was definitely going to say Emlyn is just like watching you pour it on the floor and it's like, oh no. <laughs> it's something... We've lost him. We've lost him for real now. <laughs> uh, it was just too much. All this stress. <laughs> uh, He's really just playing in a puddle. Uh, dexterity check was 10. Okay, that fails. Yeah. 
For all of them? Yeah, I ain't gonna do them all. Fucking sweet. Okay, so that's... Bludgeoning damage, right? Yeah. <laughs> 23. So, bludgeoning, as some of us may know, is doubled for skeletons. So that's actually 46 damage. And they just... Overkill. Yeah. <laughs> as you start pouring out the war, this tidal wave smacks into the first three. The other ones start looking at the one, this massive tidal wave, it starts picking up the stuff on the floor, goblets and tables and chairs, and just wails them all into the bottom left-hand corner and just crushes them, all turned to dust and <laughs> wet bones. Fig just, <laughs> Fig just turns around to everyone, smiling. <laughs> well, that was uh, very effective. That was and really fun. Staring, like staring. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you do that before? I didn't have it before. You didn't, I didn't have, have a poop that morning. <laughs> you didn't have any water with you. We need to remember to fill that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna merrily walk into the room. Okay. Emlyn is like wading through a foot of water. It's very difficult for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does the water like drain away? Or is I it assume just... so. Yeah, because it's magic. Yeah, it's yeah, conjured. It's so. yeah. It does spread across the ground in all directions. It okay, so it's just a bit okay, damp in here now. Mm -hmm. It's moist. Yeah, you just see off into the far left-hand corner, you're coming from the top right, that there's just oh. everything just slammed into the side corner, right next to the, the door. Do you think well, Fig just killed that rat he was friends with? The rat died because of you! <laughs> yeah. oh, the rat died in the poison room. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i retract my statement. <laughs> R.I.P. rat friend. I will remember you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if, uh, if anyone wants to search this room, it's really easy now because everything is over there. Oh, <laughs> In yeah. a pile. Such a wet pile. <laughs> you want to investigate it or are you, are you okay? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah, make an investigation check. Okay. It's a 13. Emily gets very wet. Yeah, you start like hopping up over some tables to have a quick gander. The skeletons had some short swords and short bows. They're pretty old and pretty useless compared to your fancy ones. You do find a nice looking goblet though. It has some gem encrusted parts of it. Uh, looks to be worth a good amount of money. Probably like 25 gold pieces. Alright, I'll take that. Put it in the bag and hold it. And you don't really find anything other than that of note or value. If any, there, if they did have notes or anything paper-related, it's now ruined. Yeah, the crucial <laughs> note leading us to this like amazing treasure hunt, the yeah. next great big quest, has been absolutely obliterated. Yeah. I don't know, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. So it's <laughs> Pretty cool. Heading to the bottom section of this door, you open it, and you know the way would be to head back the way you came is right you see off to the left hand side the door that led into the uh, experiment room now poisonous gas room is just sitting there untouched locked for yeah. eternity yeah nobody touched that door big yikes heading left up through the corridor you eventually come to another turn where another emlyn shame i suppose is the axes swinging back and forth. 
Are they still swinging? Yes. Do you think we can break these? Do you think you can set them on fire if they've got wooden handles? Do they have wooden handles? Uh, Should have asked that first. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> as you look at them to see if they have wooden handles, as one swings past your face, they're all metal. Cool. Emlyn is silent again. <laughs> could you try disarming him? Can I? Make an investigation check. Here, can you do that thing? You grow flowers, and then oh feel yeah, more sure. Confident. Yeah. Pet, pet. They pet their back, and some flowers grow. So fourteen total. Fourteen total. Okay. As you have a quick look around, luckily you're on this side where the trap was probably controlled by. You see on the the one closest to you swinging that there is a handle on the inside that can be pulled, but it's kind of a timing situation. All right, well, Emlyn tries to do the timing right. Make a dexterity saving throw. You got this, pet, 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 cascade. Uh, basically, Emlyn is just feeling more confident because of the pat on the back. They're very excited about that. 18. Do you wish to use guidance, or are you okay? Yeah, I, I kind of feel well. like... <laughs> I don't trust hey. these. <laughs> Alright, 22. 22. Okay, yeah, just with the reassurance of a pat on the back, and I feel like there might be some guilt somewhere around here. Uh, you, As the axe swings out, you quickly grab it and pull it. The axe, axes stop and uh, recline back into their place. And then switches from looking like absolutely terrified to like <laughs> I could have done that all along. That <laughs> <laughs> was gonna happen. They like, like you know, yeah. like dust their hands off. <laughs> should should we test the the thing that sets it off just to make sure it doesn't turn back on? Yeah, that's a good idea. Ah, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I go right, instead of walking strolling confidently down, and then maybe checks it. Okay. Check that it won't be activated again, or can we wait? To, it. Can we all get to the other side first, though? Like, sure. Yeah. As you as you yeah, go yeah. to the ice, um, <laughs> you, you do remember that I think it was a, a some sort of pressure plate. As you walk towards it, it doesn't seem to work. I needed to have that trigger on, but it's not working anymore. Two down, guys. We're doing great. <laughs> Heading into the next room, the you see the door with the hole in it that uh, Fig kicked in <laughs> in the eating hall where there's skeleton bones. And... See that? I did that. <laughs> yes, Fig, we were I all I remember there. like it was yesterday. It was a good kick. <laughs> uh, outside the kicks through door you see the triggered uh, log trap which hit Fig. See that? I got hit by that. <laughs> Is it still just hanging there? Yeah, it, it hasn't moved. And there's not like more logs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just like respawns up on top. That one despawns. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like in a Zelda shrine. Yeah. Like, this is real life. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Heading down, moving past the log, you see the armory with old equipment off to your left. Take a right round the corner, coming to the very fancy rooms of Susan and the old barracks. Directly ahead of you is the kind of broken wall which separates this strange little dungeon from the cells and the cupboard where you first met your rat friend on the right hand side. Oh, Mikey. R.I.P. 
Does it have a name? I don't remember. I don't know, but you just called it Mikey. So. <laughs> it's Mikey now. I think can uh no, your perception is pretty high anyway. You can hear up from this. Uh, you do hear the footsteps of patrolling your guards. It might be best if we need to talk to talk quietly because I think we're getting near people now. Do you yeah. want to try and sneak up so we can try and take him by oh, surprise? I can help with that. And I'll cast a Tasso Trace. Yeah, I think we should just try to knock them out quietly. And if there's a way we can restrain them, then do that. Evelyn, do you still have loads of rope? Did I lose it and it was really sad? Yeah, I really... <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't just like dangling down. <laughs> yeah, it... Oh, did I get it back? I still have it in my pack. Did I just you... do that poorly? It was the rope that you used to get down from the cliffside uh, when you jumped off from... Yeah, I think you still have... You still have 50 feet, but you lost... Yeah, I had 150 feet. Yeah. I've oh. lost the good climbing rope, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah you did. I love I love seeing Emlyn's inventory. It, it's so bad. I'm doing my best to keep track of it. <laughs> it's not super easy. This, I don't know what this is, but I've got weird grey ombre pot and mystery potion. I, yeah. Mm. Weird grey ombre pot is the most confusing one. <laughs> yeah, What's a weird grey ombre pot? Oh, no, no, sorry. It's a weird grey ombre potion. Oh, I just couldn't okay. see the oh. end of it. That makes like, yeah, I... a thousand percent more sense. Okay, yeah. I know what that is. Emlyn okay, and the cool. ombre pot. <laughs> I think I can get it. Like they just took a vase from my room somewhere and were yeah. like, well, it would be useful. I think they specifically had an ombre, though. Um, oh, also remember that if we get split up or anything, we have the, the walkie speakies. Who has the other one? Uh, okay, I think maybe Emlyn goes like a little bit ahead, but still in Fig's bubble of. Okay. Yeah, it's thirty feet. Everyone make uh, stealth checks. Fifteen. Hot damn! Bad rolls. Thirty-one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it wasn't even a very good roll. <laughs> Thirty-one. So that's average for me with fast battery. Mm. Twenty-four and uh, twenty-two from Alara. Emlyn, as you. Hop up and take a quick peek. About 20 feet away from you, you see two guards talking. And one's kind of got a bit of toast in his mouth. And you see this old kind of chamber with these very weird new placements of rocks to separate them into rooms. And then you know inside that there are cells made of iron bars. But ahead of you is two guards. And they don't seem to notice you. I'm ahead of everyone else, right? Yeah. Just a, just a bit ahead. I think maybe Emlyn goes back and set, tells everyone that there's two of them and suggests, like, do you think maybe one of us should make a noise so only one of them comes down here or so they're a bit further away? Or we can, like, all sneak up behind them and whack them and knock just them out. just two at once. Yeah, well, two, two to one person. I think if uh, we sneak up on them, two to one person, then we can probably knock them out before they can react, hopefully. Sure. Do we all, do we want to get right up close to them? Yeah, I mean, we can sneak up right behind them. Just give them a good bunk and head. Yeah. My question was really, do we want to like ranged attack them from afar? I say we get close to them because then if it's ranged attack and they like turn around and see us, then they might run off. 
and at least if they're close, we can maybe like get them while they're trying to run. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Sneaky, sneaky, assassin style. As you all sneak up behind them, and you're just like, yeah, I don't know the. Baker didn't make good bread today. It's kind of just a bit bland and shit. As <laughs> <laughs> whack, we'll say yeah. Just everyone make. Let's say I want to attack with a pommel on my sword or something. Yeah, right? yeah. I really don't want to like. Yeah. Rest. Yeah, I'm gonna try two hand my staff. Okay. Yeah, just roll some attacks. Fifteen. Oh wait, would it be twenty-seven? Because they're surprised. Yeah, you guys have advantage. Nice natural twenty. Twenty-four. <laughs> it's it's a. Thirteen. <laughs> Did I roll a three? Hold a four. Yeah. Use your and... offhand. Oh yeah. I do that. The offhand is a twenty-four. Okay, offhand hits. Lara goes for the bop. Seventeen hits. Twenty-four hits. Should we roll damage? Yep. Yeah, everyone can roll damage now. I got nine three okay. twelve. It's because it two. doesn't add the plus four though. That's why. Yeah, I know, but it's still just like just a bad roll. Emlyn. Come on. <laughs> one... Emlyn well, does one you? damage, but they also get a sneak attack, right? Yeah, they do get sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> Emlyn does oh, two no. damage. <laughs> Is there a sneak attack on a 1d6? No, it's not. It should be. No, it's not 1d6 when you're like level 5. Yes, yeah, 2d6. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be other one. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay, okay. That was just too funny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so you all go up behind them. Whack, 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 whack. <laughs> As they all just fall to the ground unconscious. No one seems to have noticed. You pull them kind of out of the T section that they're in right now. You've got two cells in these little rooms, both to the left and right of you. The one directly to your left, Fig, is the place where you gave a prisoner a, a piece of your rations. Mm -hmm. And you can still hear a couple of other guards patrolling around. Do these guys have any keys on them for cells? Uh, make an investigation check. Uh-oh. Ten. Ten. You take a quick rummage around, and they do have, like, a, a ring of keys. I have keys. Uh, shall we tie them up? Yeah. I think so. Should someone go find a somewhere to put them while I, I can do the knots? I'm better at tying things than finding things. Well, maybe we should put them in one of the cells, swap them around, like... And change their clothes so it looks like they're people from the cells. Maybe uh, we should still uh, tie them up and gag them because if they wake up and they start oh, shouting. No, I meant both. Oh, yes, let's do both, definitely. Are we undressing them? No, I just mean if they've got a big. I mean, if. Okay, I don't know. If they've got like a guard jacket them. on. <laughs> if they've got like a super obvious uniform where it's like the jacket. Then maybe take that off. Yeah, they're they're wearing like tabards of the, uh, the army of Sindaria. So they've got like yeah, the yeah take that maybe off take and that off take so off their armor. Easy to find them in the cells. So, I'll yeah. do the tying business. If everyone's okay with that. Yeah. Yep. I, all right, I can help. I'm gonna. Oh, you're gonna I help? Okay. Still, I hold them still while you tie them up because I know that. Wednesday. Last... Okay. Yep. You able to tie them both up in a knot. Which cell are you taking them to? You can see a door uh, directly ahead of you and uh, leads into like a quite a large room. There's cells to the right of you and directly to the left of you. But you know the one to the left of you has someone in it and is a smaller room. I guess the one as furthest away as possible. 
that makes sense. I kind of just think we should get them out the corridor. So it's yeah. not obvious there's something wrong. I'm gonna lift... Can I lift both of them or just one of them? I'll say you can probably lift both of them. They're not particularly large in stature, so... Okay, I'm just gonna fireman lift both of them. Okay. Like, okay, find the door. Which one do you want to go to? One directly ahead of you? Or the, or the right? Or the left? The one that's furthest away from where people would, like, look, I guess. Okay, so probably the one to, the, to your right. That's in the basically the top right-hand corner, so it's the furthest away from anything. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Do you have keys for it? Like, do we have the key for this door? Who knows? Did I give the keys to Emlyn? If you want to give it to keys, keys to Emlyn, you can. Yeah, I thought I did. So okay. yeah, I gave the keys to Emlyn. Okay. Right, I try. Make an investigation check. Nineteen. You lift these two people up. You run towards the top right-hand corner. You see the cell door around these stone bricks. Inside, you see two people in two different cages, uh, all just sitting, kind of eating out of little uh, wooden wooden bowls. And you hear off into the distance, people patrolling. It sounds like it's coming closer, Fig. As Emlyn, you quickly look at the ring of keys and just pick the first one and it works. It opens as the door swings open and you see two kind of more malnourished people uh, eating gruel. And they kind of just look towards you. Hello. Mind if I come in? And you see like uh, a human in one cell and a half elf, two males uh, in the other cell. And they're just kind of like looking at you. We're here to help. Can you guys walk? And they nod their head. Okay. I'm just going to put the jailers down on the floor. Okay. I mean, presumably we're going to take the guards out first. Well, we can start at least getting them into the hole. As you start hearing... Yeah, where's Fade at this point? Are you with Emlyn and Fake? I think she probably would have stuck close to those guys. Okay. Has she seen the... Or heard the other guards approach into? Yes, you probably would have. What direction are they coming from? Uh, south of you, a view of about 100 feet in one direction. There's various branch paths, so you don't see him yet, so he's, you're probably coming around okay. one of these corners pretty soon. Okay, okay. We... Shall, we, uh, shall we tuck in this door and hide, and then when they walk past, we can pop back out again? Yeah, sure. My spell's still okay, up, let's so let's hide. So if you hear... Where the hell did they get off to? Are they close? Are they close enough for us to like spring? Yeah, as you kind of like look out, they're probably like 15 feet away from you. Okay, okay. run out and Let's crack, I guess. Because <laughs> it, it was a surprise? Yeah. Okay. Nice, okay. 25. If y'all just jump out, all from different heights, like Veda gets him in the back, Emlyn gets him in the kneecap, and Fig gets him on the head. As <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll do enough damage to... Is it just the one guy? Yeah, it's just one guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One crack yeah, on the head. 11 damage. His helmet kind of like bends in on itself. Um, 25 altogether? <laughs> yeah, you kind of just whack him in his uh, small of his whack back. Whack him a very gentle amount, yeah. just enough <laughs> to knock him out. A and soft it, whack. <laughs> and you whack him in the knee, uh, Emlyn, to get him on the floor and he falls unconscious. Okay, I lift him up. I take him to the cell. Yeah. And you just still hear one more walking around. Oh. Okay, so there's one more guy. Um, should I tie him up as well? Yes. Yeah. Let's okay. do that, but in, like, drag him into the cell. He, he, I've already picked him up and put him in the cell. Okay, cool. Sorry. Um, okay. So that we're, again, so that we're, like, a little bit out of the way. Do you want to give me a hand tying it, Emlyn? 
Yes. I think Emlyn also just like whispers to the uh, the people in the cell, like, just hold on. You'll soon. I got a natural 20, so I do the most amazing bow. Okay. It's like incredible bondage knots, but you don't even know. Yeah, Fig doesn't know what bondage is. It's like super skillful. Vita <laughs> <laughs> like... gives him a look. <laughs> She's just like, do, 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 do. So yeah, you do all this pretty intricate knot work and you just hear someone pretty far from the distance just seems to be walking back and forth patrolling a small area probably at the Look, front I entrance the, I made the knot into a cat's face That's very nice <laughs> Okay, shall we... Yeah, let's yeah, go Let's go Can I hear where he might be? Like, Make a perception more... check to get a more pinpoint Oh no, a ten. Ten. It's kind of hard to hear. He's south of you. I made a really good cat face, so <laughs> that was one of the best knots I've ever done. Are you heading southward then? Yeah. Yes. Do we roll stealth again, or do we just keep our old rolls? I don't think you've broken stealth, so I would say no. As you begin heading southward, you come to another crossroads, kind of peek round, a quick look, don't see anything. You do see the cell off to your left where you handed that person a piece of ration and they're still in there. You head further down and you notice the front entrance, the stairs heading upward to the main workshop room and a person patrolling at the front of there. And the doors for that section are open. Should we try lead him out this way a little bit more? I think we should just wait until he's turned away and try to get in. Like if we try and get him. Will we be in super clear line of sight? If there's someone at the very top of the stairs, probably. Mm. Um, but you don't know. You can't. But it's like it. steep enough stairs that we don't. It's not like a wide open room. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone have anything they can distract him with? Is there any like loose pebbles lying around on the floor or anything? Oh, for I sure. I mean, I've got yeah. my stones. Don't ask for them. You don't need to use your special stones. Don't worry about it. Okay. We'll grab maybe we should maybe we should just like knock against the bar of, of one of the cells or something. Or like be like, feed me more food, please. Is that how a prison has on here? Well, yeah. Sounds? Well, maybe <laughs> maybe we should just knock on the bars of the cells first and see if he comes over, and then we can yeah. pretend to be helpless prisoners. That's a good idea. Who has the most persuasive knock? Fiddled it. <laughs> I will say I'm pretty sure. I've Fig threw a rock at this guy's head, he would probably die. <laughs> you wanna do a little knock? Should I roll anything? Make a No, I think you're Just okay. Make intelligence check so that you don't fucking thump it. Yeah, the whole place <laughs> crumbles. <laughs> For Veda, make a strength check. Oh no. Sandy <laughs> To see if Veda can knock loud enough. I brought his wrath down. <laughs> That's a solid <laughs> minus one. <laughs> <laughs> so I That was worth doing then, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as as you're waiting for Veda to uh, knock on the bars to bring the guard over, and you look at Veda and they're they're she's knocking on it, but nothing's happening. <laughs> it's just like the, the rusted bars and things are just like dulling out and there's just not enough strength behind it and it's like you're in a cloud of silence there's just <laughs> it's incredible that she can lift her loot honestly 
Yeah. It's like the quietest thing you've ever heard. So like, you know, <laughs> a piece comes over Remlin. This is all they want. It's like <laughs> so relaxing. Like, this one little like bubble of the city around Vader's hand is the quietest thing <laughs> around. Thinks just gonna see Vader like knocking and he's gonna raise his hand and knock to see if it's like if it's Vader or is it Yeah. The bars. You Tink Pretty loud. The song goes, huh? Vader, what the heck? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Does the guard start coming over? He's, he's kind of like looking in that general direction. But Feed me! <laughs> I can't believe, I was about to be like, oh, Emily should like encourage Vader to do it. But actually what happened is by not speaking fast enough. <laughs> Big acted. Like, voice. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Make a persuasion or deception. I'll let you choose. Oh, they're both not good. <laughs> Let's do. Let's do a solid persuasion. That's a good nine. As you see, the guy kind of scrunch his face up, uh, and he draws his sword, moves forward looks up the stairs and begins slowly walking up the stairs. I want to shoot with an arrow, but not anywhere fatal. Okay, go for it. <laughs> okay. Maybe this is a mistake. <laughs> but I think it's maybe what I would do. Oh no, it's a 27. Okay, go for it. That's six. Okay. It's like, do I get sneak attack? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll let you see the sneak attack. Oh so, so where, where, where are you aiming to shoot him with an arrow this is such a mistake i feel like they want to aim right at his like feet so that at the back of his feet right so it, maybe like his achilles heel yeah oh emlyn well that's not really bad but like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I Done think it's attractive it for them to just panic and do it, so okay. I that's, think they want him to like fall over, right? Okay. But Yeah, you you take your bow up very quickly and pshaw, it launches forward, it shoots right in between like the joint of the uh, foot and the uh, ankle. And he just crumbles on the floor and hits his head uh off the step and knocks himself out. <laughs> Can I just like can they just like run over and grab him like yeah. really quickly just like <laughs> yeah let's grab him and let's tie him up but let's also maybe like bind his foot so he doesn't like bleed a lot yeah there's <laughs> an, an arrow sticking right the way through it oh geez and then did you have to hit in that specific spot i didn't mean i mean i did mean to but it's very it was i'm trying there's a lot of people to help <laughs> it doesn't look like it ruptured the Achilles heel, but more because uh, you hit it from the side. It's just like gone right through the joint. But yeah, I oh. think Emily's still that's still the same level of panic though that yeah. they're reacting with. Um, they feel the... very guilty about the poison room. <laughs> I'm gonna take him to the um, room that all the other guys are in. Okay, yeah, you drag him back there and tie him up. Yeah, should I make Can a I Yeah, go for it. A 19. Can I help Fig tie up his foot as well so it doesn't bleed? Yeah, make a medicine check. So I've got plus five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I thought maybe you were going to be better at okay. this why I was like, I oh, helped Fig do it. 19 okay. again. 19. Okay, yeah, you, you provide some bandages and various bits and pieces, and uh, Fig, you use some of your druidic knowledge. I 
have some herbs. Yeah. And I you, stuff it full of herbs. You you snap out the arrow. You start cleaning it, the wound with some uh, water, so it's all cleared up. Pinch it together. You rub some this dark brown liquid onto it, and you wrap it up, and it seems to slowly stop bleeding. He's gonna be fine. I mean, I think we just want to go around with the keys, don't we? Unless you think that, um, you know, time is of the essence. <laughs> so that we should do a combo, one person with keys, one person just opening the lots. <laughs> yeah, well, we can... I'll, I'll keep my ears out, of course, for more people coming down. And we can um, get the keys and get them out. Veda wants to sneak over towards the bottom of the stairs and just peep and see if there's anyone up there. Okay. Is anyone? Are you following her fig or not? No. Uh, can you make another stealth check? Because you're going to be outside of. Oh shoot! Yeah. Do you want me to come with you, Beta? Uh, yes, please. Okay. I'll Maybe I'm already doing the locks though. Okay. I feel like Emlyn's worried that more guards will come down anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going with Beta. Go. Cool. Yeah, fig. Can you make another one as well? Mm. Oh. Okay. So that was a, no. a sixteen for Veda and a natural one. So 14 for Fig. As Fig's being a bit loud, kind of quickly rushing and bumping into some bars and rocks, you hit to the top of the stairs. And, uh, Not the top, the bottom. Oh, you're just like peeking up over. And Fig... Yeah, I wasn't going to go to the top of the stairs, just have a peek from the bottom, yeah. see if there was anybody visible. Okay, so just having... If there was anyone up at the top there. You don't see anyone mm -hmm. immediately at the top of the stairs. Um, it does descend into the big workshop room. And mm -hmm. Fig, as you hit to the bottom of the stairs, there's a bit of slick blood and you fall and you hit onto the ground. There's a bit of a loud sound as a body hits the floor. <gasps> Ow. Okay, sorry about that. I'm just going to get back up. What was that noise? Oh, fuck No, I'm joking. There wasn't that sound. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Emily, meanwhile, is opening all the doors, but like stealthy as fuck. Yeah. As you're... Say, Their lowest stealth is probably about the same. <laughs> um, yeah, make make a stealth because you're out of this this one as well. If you're trying to do stuff, ah oh, fuck! I can't believe that I even said that. I don't. I don't know why I keep like joking about making extra rolls because you're gonna make me do it. Yeah. <laughs> if, like, again, I rolled a three, which makes it a fourteen. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, you're you're um... trying to be quick, but not as quick as you were before. So you're trying a couple of keys out, um, and you open the two in this section here um, and they kind of look towards you for instructions on what to do um, I think once they've had a peek at the bottom of the stairs they'll rush back over to where Emlyn's opening the cells okay. yeah I think Emlyn has probably just told people to like gather in the yeah. maybe in a cell like closest to okay. to the way that they're going to go out Okay. yeah Things just slowly um, walking behind her. Just like, did, as, I, did I chip my tooth? Oh. As Emlyn's opening the cells, Veda's just going to be saying, like, okay, um, if you head towards this part of the of the room and, like, point in the way where the, like, hole that leads sort of down to the pathway is, mm -hmm. um, if you head down there and just wait at the bottom, don't go too far. Just wait for us, okay? Yeah, they, to get you nod. out of here. They'll nod. Okay, just go and get out of sight. You start like opening other rooms into different cells. Majority of these cells are empty. You do only find one other person rather than the two that you found 
is the one that you helped. For some reason, these three have specifically not been let out to do the work. Is there any sign? It's like everyone else up in the workroom. Is it like way less people than we last came through here? No, it's about it's about the same as you last came through here. You only saw one person down here before. Oh, okay. So it's only like three people total. Mm -hmm. Is there any? Any of them look like they might be the they might be the lady from the what's yeah. it called the Glimmerick? Uh, Zara. Um, mm -hmm. If if you inquire, uh, no, uh, Zara, I believe works up in the workroom. We are going to get as many people out as we can. But you wait here for now, okay? Yeah, Just well. stay out of sight. Oh, I guess God. we are going up to the workroom then. I think okay. what we should do I... is we should lock. The guards that are tied up all into the same cell and keep the keys with us. Yeah, I have. They can't come after us. I have an idea. I right? thought that's what we were doing anyway. Me? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Vade and I can disguise ourselves to be these guys that we locked in the cells. Okay. That's a good idea. We can do that. And then Emlyn can maybe like sneak around the sides and stuff? Uh, Emlyn here. Um... You take this and uh, Vedal give Emlyn the other sand and stone. Shall I come a wee bit behind you then? Yeah, if you guys uh, try to stay out of sight and we'll maybe just see how many guards there are and let you know and we'll form a plan from there. We'll turn into the two that were patrolling together. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Because then if it's like, oh, people see us together, it wouldn't be that crazy. Okay. And if... I'll let you do all the talking because I will ruin it. <laughs> okay. Okay, sweet. So, yep. disguise self thing into these two guards? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, easy enough. You transform and you begin ascending to top of these stairs, where again you see this immense hall broken up into two floors. It would, again, be this super beautiful hall if not for the second floor that they've built with this ramshackled wood. You see... About 35-ish people all around tables uh, working away, mortar and pestle in hand, uh, using different machines, cutting up plants and various things as you guys come up. You only see about two guards patrolling. Can we tell if there's more up on the second floor? Uh, Is make there any a... sign of anybody walking near the edges or anything? Make a perception check. Can I help because I'm also looking around? Sure. Do you want to roll it? <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> 25. Okay, 25. So as you guys listen up, you do hear above you that there are people walking around, having conversations. You can't really see up. It basically covers the whole section of the, the second floor, I guess. You can't really see anything up. It seems to be encased entirely around these pillars. Should we try to look upstairs? Yeah, so is there like, is there people working upstairs? You don't know. I, okay, can we, so we see... just can't see anything, really. Yeah. Can we see the stairs up? There, you did previously see a ladder up. Do you want to try going upstairs, Veda? I think maybe we should try to take out the guards down here first, because... Just two of us? Well, maybe uh, Emlyn can sneak upstairs without being seen and let us know what is up there I just think if two guards walk up the stairs one of the other ones might be like hey what are you doing and then mm. we don't know what we're doing you know 
Yeah, we can maybe ask him to like snipe from the side as well with these two up here. Well, do you want to speak to them in your little stone thing and ask them if they can sneak upstairs do you and let us know what's there? Okay, sure. They're very um, small and sneaky. I'm sure they can do. Okay, I'll wipe out my speaky stone. Emlyn? Is this thing on? Hello? 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 Emlyn? It's me, Emlyn. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Emlyn? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, it's fine. I can hear you. Yeah, hello? They're holding the stone like up, trying to get reception. Hello? Hello? We need you. We need you to go upstairs Emlyn's and check it out. Like a, you know, like someone of like a much older generation trying to use Skype. Mm. <laughs> it's like right up the nose. No, or no, like I think they're just like looking at the stone really hard, and they like don't need to because it's audio only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you hear me, um, Emlyn? <laughs> yeah. All right, Emlyn. <laughs> Eventually, they start talking more quietly when they realize that they can. <laughs> so I'll just sneak up and what? Look for more guards? I think so. Well, if I tell you in the stone, I'll give you a signal. And if you, and then you knock out the guards downstairs, if I give you the signal. Sure thing, over. The signal is just me yelling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I sneak up the stairs. Okay, uh, make a stealth check. I if um Emlyn would have been so touched if they could hear Vader's confidence in them, but they have no such confidence in themselves. <laughs> oh, I was a two, so that's a thirteen, which is the lowest I can roll. Yeah, that's actually worse. <laughs> Getting a lot of bad stealth checks. Okay, I need to check something. Uh, Can me and Vader like walk up the room a little bit so we're closer to the the guards? Yeah, from the far left of the hall, and um, you know that uh, Himir, Mister Red, is on the far right hand side in his own little room with the mm -hmm. death bots. Yeah, and you see one guy right in front of you, just kind of like overlooking people's work, and far off into the distance, about about seventy seventy five feet away another person kind of just patrolling in between the tables do they seem to like acknowledge us uh no they're they've kind of got their backs turned to you right now maybe so. emlyn tries to get like closer to the ladder okay yeah just kind of going out and around they don't no one seems to notice you as you sneak around keeping close to the corners right i don't now. think they're very confident they can get like up the ladder yeah without get, anyone looking you get to right behind one of the pillars you see people working pretty close next to you and a ladder going up and a hatch at the very very top and you see the person pretty regularly patrolling close to the ladder and up and around they, they don't seem to see you from here though it's like a closed hatch is it it's a closed hatch yeah so from in if where the guards are now mm -hmm. from the higher levels you can't immediately see that you just might be able to hear it yeah if, if we try to take them out Maybe Emlyn just like whispers back into the stone, being like, "I don't know if I can do this ladder. I think we should try and take them out on this floor first. Emlyn, <laughs> oh my god, big. <laughs> can you maybe keep the stone somewhere where you can hear it? You know, so if I'm trying to contact you, I'm not just talking to your pocket. I can hear you now. What are you saying? 
Oh, can you? I think we should take out the guards first. Okay. Yep. I'll. Uh. I can try and get the one closest to the ladder. Okay. Uh. Sure. Yep. That's but fine. I might want help. I can come help the one of you, and then maybe Malara can help the one of Veda. Veda. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will let Malara know, and uh, Veda can cast message back to Malara. Okay. And just say, hey, can you help me come and take out this guy? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You just cast it again. It's Veda. Can you come into the room, please? I'm right near the door. Sure. And she kind of comes up to the bottom of the stairs and kind of looks up. Like Veda looking like the guard is just kind of like pointing at the other guy with her thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start making my way towards the other guy. Like, Eminem, I'm, I'm on the way. Do you hear me, Eminem? <laughs> I can see you. We're in the same room. I, Eminem. Emlyn being like really exasperated with Fig is like one of my favorite things. It's so good. Yeah, as you walk past, the guards don't seem to pay mind to you walking up and around. They kind of just like they they take note of Fig walking past, and they're just looking at the people working. Not very perceptive. They don't expect anything. So maybe if we see Malara starting to approach we see her come into the room yeah she approaches up we should just all right let's go ready i yes uh we'll we'll do emlyn and fig first Uh, okay (laughs) is it a surprise again yeah they're not they're not not normal to are you you stabbing them uh emlyn uh, with the with the pommel of the short oh, sword yeah. again. Again, okay. I feel like if we started knocking them out, that would make Emily feel a lot less horribly guilty about nearly killing everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll damage, uh, Emily. And then sneak that's attack. A... Okay, that's 19 total. I yeah. still... Does that take them... Does that knock this person out? As Emily, you getting a bit annoyed at Fig, I would say. Um, <laughs> oh, you, no. you see Fig approach. And you just quickly da- dash out and you use one of the rings on the ladder. You climb up a bit and you pounce off and you bring the palm of your sword onto the back of his head as Fig swings wide. And the guy just disappears as he's already on the floor unconscious. Oh. Okay, cool. Um, Maybe they want to dash to the other guard because we couldn't have like let Vader know yeah. that this was the right time. So maybe they leave Fig with rope. To tie, like, or fig to tie this guy up or move him. You you start. It's moving. probably not going to make any difference, but they do it anyway. Yeah, as you start running towards them, as Vader probably clocks you coming up, as unsheath your rapier and whack this guy nineteen hits. If you want to deal damage, oh ten, and you clock him on the, the the back of the head. He doesn't go down immediately, as Malara just grabs him by the face and uh, trips him up and slams him into the floor unconscious i'll just pick these up what about oh, you, well, you've got everything under control over here then that's yeah. that's fine that's all right i'll just help fade or something As, I'm just everyone now up. just turns to look at you guys i'm gonna pick up the corpse i mean not the corpse unconscious <laughs> man and i'm gonna run over and pick up the other one as well and just like <laughs> take them into the body room body snatchers um i think veda will drop this guy south and just say to everyone, uh, we are quite quietly because she doesn't know what's upstairs. Um, we are 
going to get everybody out of here, but maybe if you stay where you are just for a few more minutes. Does that, that sorry, the people in the room react like excited to Vader or are they really out of it or? Most people are out of it. They're just kind of like looking unenthused faces. They're not really reacting. A maybe couple of people they're... are like wide eyed, but other people are just like not really focusing. Maybe Inland tries to go up to one of the people that reacted more and is like, we're going to take everyone somewhere safe, but can you tell me what's upstairs? First, I'm going to ask Veda and now Emlyn to make persuasion rolls. Things mm-hmm. halfway down the corridor of the two corp- the two bodies. <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying corpses. She's <laughs> just like, like, oh no, I forgot the keys. 17? 17, okay. Everyone that you're addressing seems to be okay with what's going on. And most people, they slowly nod and not seem to understand what you're conveying. And then Emlyn runs up to this person. Uh, that You see that they are a dwarf uh, person, long beard, kind of really sunken in eyes. And they're kind of looking a bit crazed as you kind of approach them. And they just kind of start pushing you away. Just like, I, I don't really know what what's going on. And like they've got right. like a little uh, mortar and pestle uh, crusher thing in their hand. Maybe Emlyn just tries to emphasize we're gonna try and get you somewhere safe. <sighs> is is uh, you're allowed to be like no? Emlyn is extremely unpersuasive today, and it doesn't work. But can they try and ask someone else? Maybe they can try and ask someone who's like very out of it. <laughs> yeah, as, as you actually approach someone else, the people that are out of it, they're all just trained on the fiery visage of. Yeah, no, <laughs> as you kind of like even wave in front of them, they're not even re- reacting to you. No, yeah, me too. That makes sense. <laughs> Evelyn just hears. Evelyn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you know how to work the stone. Evelyn, I forgot the keys. Emlyn, like, quietly, but stomping, (laughs) walks down to unlock that door and kind of thinks that maybe, like, if anyone's going to persuade these people what to do or ask them more questions, Vader is the right person to do it. When when Emlyn unlocks the door, you see Fig literally just go, thanks. He just thinks that that's how you activate it. <laughs> that's the command word. You have to activate it. What? Fig. Fig. Mm. Yes. What is that noise you're making? It's a noise you do for your speaking wikis. Speaky wikis. Walkie speakies. Could you it's not? Fun. Well, I'm glad you're having fun. <laughs> Emlyn fumbling to unlock the Wait. door. Oh, Emlyn, do you want to help me tie them up as well? Yes. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, make uh, another survival check as Veda addresses the room. I think she's just gonna she's gonna stay quite quiet until she knows what's upstairs. Uh, but just maybe like kind of walk around a bit and try and be reassuring and just be like, just stay where you are for just a few more minutes, okay. and then we will get you out of here. One person in particular catches your eye for more reasons than one. You see this person with. They've got this really nice sky blue skin, white flowing hair, with these dull glowing swirly tattoos on her arms. She seems to be 
one of the people more interested but she's kind of like covering a bit more uh, she's got quite a, a pretty face as you kind of clock her and she clocks you as long as we're quiet I don't think the people upstairs will know that we will be doing anything don't really pay attention too much and this is the guard room for the Baron are you Sarah yes I am how did you know Gildor sent us to try to find you. Well, that is much appreciated. I will have to buy her a drink when I get back. I'm glad you're okay. Uh, did you say that the room upstairs is a guard room? Yes. You do not want to go up there. That is that where everybody is, sleep. Is it connected to part of the Baron's home? Or is it a separate room? I haven't really been up there much, uh, but it does lead further up. There is a connection somehow. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, as long as there are no more prisoners up there, I guess we don't need to go up if we stay quiet. No, I don't think they take anyone up there. Too much risk of escaping, I think. Could you help us round everyone up? We've cleared a path through the where the cells are. There's a a hole in the wall that leads through an old ruin and we have cleared out the dangers. I've heard of horrible things down there. They Even when we, we first don't... arrive, they say to test your luck and go down there, but it is too scary. You don't need to worry. They're gone now. I appreciate that. Do you think you could um, maybe help round everyone up uh, and I'm going to go and collect your Mr. Red? She's a good person. He ensures that we are all fed and looked after although he's done some bad things and but all in all i think he is a good person just try not to hurt him i won't hurt him she goes next to her table mate who's this slender half-elf person large pointy ears that dip down in the heads and long red messy hair tied in a in a bun right come on Lord Homan, we're going to get everyone out. We'll get everyone organized. And he kind of nods his head. Sure. And she starts, like, getting everyone ready and packing up a couple of bits and pieces as you enter into the chamber of Mr. Red. As you open this door that doesn't have any way in from the interior side, Malera kind of waits out, ensuring that you can open the door again. Do you knock on his door? Yeah. Moments pass when you see this old, haggard-looking blue tiefling. Oh. Hello. Nice to see you again. Hello, Himya. Uh, we have cleared the way to get everyone out if you want to come. His kind of eyes widen. The wrinkles kind of stretch. Oh, really? You have cleared out the way? I think so. If we find anything else on the way out, I'm confident we can handle it. And you'll let me leave? Are you going to start your own drug empire? <laughs> no. Is Vader believing? <laughs> Make an insight check. No, not 20. <laughs> no, he's definitely not. <laughs> I love it. We're just like, yep, he is absolutely going to become the next drug lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely not. It was never my intentions. If no. I can, I... I wish to get back to setting up a proper church of the thunder and 
Chich's ways. Let's not get into a religious discussion right now. But I don't believe that you are going to do wrong, and I think you are just as much as a prisoner here as everyone else is. So let's go. And he goes to his room, uh, opens a drawer, and takes out a small prayer book, wraps a couple of things in his bed sheets, uh, and ties them around his walking cane that he has. He walks out with you. Imagine Evelyn and Fig like came back up and started helping everyone leave. Now there's just this huge congregation of people. Fig, I feel like you'd be a bit uneasy in this crowd. Uh, they're quite tight corridors and there's like 40 people here. He's helping people. He's not really thinking about it. Okay. If there's anyone who's like really out of it and having trouble walking, he'll pick them up. Okay. Yeah, there's probably some older people that you can definitely help with that. As you slowly and surely help everyone down into the lead chamber. Who's leading this brigade of people? What's the kind of walk order? I'll um, stay at the back in case anyone's having trouble. Okay. Veda, yeah, go first. I, I feel like I should be Veda first, and maybe, unless like people need help in the way, maybe Emlyn wants to be at the back as well, like almost in case anyone else comes after us so they could shoot. Yeah, I'm Laura will probably just like help people who need it in like the middle. You see the people that are kind of with it are helping as well. Some people are just staring, looking at walls and like stroking the walls, not really knowing what to do. And I give, if someone's like stroking the walls, Fig's gonna give him one of them, one of his like smooth stones so that they stay occupied with that and don't stop. Okay, yeah. Also, um, if this just sort of like, as we're walking, when we start to get anywhere near the room that's like full of poison gas, Veda's gonna be like, make sure no one touches that door. <laughs> Okay. No, yeah, I was only going to say that Emlyn should like, is trying to make sure people don't go off in the corridors either side as well, right? I think maybe it should be Fig that's like looking out at the back. Mm -hmm. um, and then if Emlyn like needs more help because it's people who like won't move or, you know, need help with walking, then they can ask. But they're mostly trying to just like gently round people up. <laughs> okay. Uh... Who might, you know, they don't want anyone to like accidentally drop off the back or turn down a wrong corridor or anything like that. Fig, make a perception check. If anyone comes near, they're getting tidal waved. <laughs> 24. Okay. Can you do that again? Yes. I don't know how many spells you have. <laughs> cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely be keeping an eye out. You, tidal you wave just, the back. You can just tidal wave people to the exit. It's like going shoot away with you. Just kill them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I see no problem with that. Just a mass wave of murder. It's fine. Yeah, this is the point where fake takes a dark turn. Yeah, again, no fake could just be the, the... sorry guys. It's nothing, nothing personal. personal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Or it just turns out that fake is just like really friendly, but also is like a psychopath. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fig doesn't want the rocks to get hurt, so <laughs> why not murder all these people? <laughs> they really have no concept of it. They were grinding up herbs. That's wrong. <laughs> they were killing plant life. All those mushrooms who died. Yeah, Fig just does like a like, huge now. Burns on us. Like, well. Yeah. <laughs> he drops this guy's self and he's Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Fig died a long out, time ago. Or it turns out, like, that this has just been an act. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Fig is just, like, incredibly with it. Like a Fobolg that's, like, incredibly with it. Yeah. <laughs> just real good at deception. <laughs> Yeah. None of us bothered to insight check because he had us so good. Yeah. All those secret deception rolls. So as you begin helping people out, fig listening out, you don't hear anything. 
you apparently you've done a good enough job sneaking around taking out guards uh, who are now going to starve to death I did think about putting the keys next to the cage, but... Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know if we'd put the keys outside the cage, no. but then they might come after us. But also, like, surely if everyone's missing, they'll, yeah. like, check the cells They'd downstairs. They'd be like, whoa, hey now. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Let's look for the guards. We'll mm. They're fine, Sandy. They're fine. <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Easily enough, navigate people through this. You know, pe- some people are a bit freaked out by the skeletons. Vader at the front you make sure that the traps don't go off again just in case they don't seem to react you lead people <laughs> through the eating hall where there's now just a bunch of when we pass through the door of the hole in the wall mm-hmm. go I did that <laughs> and the person just like looks blankly at you cool right? Pig's just been chatting with this guy the whole time <laughs> Yeah. as you make your way through avoiding the poisonous room and come to the room of chains and people are confused that are with it some people kind of like trip on chains that are lying on the floor and this person cuts in twain as you make your way out into the tunnels good few minutes pass you're out into the cold air of the snowy ground a lot of people are just like rubbing their arms and they're mostly just wearing tunics nothing really to keep them warm some aren't even wearing shoes and they kind of like look towards you guys how many people is it in total uh, 38. Can we maybe, like, each kind of go round in groups of them and ask them if they, you know, like, gently, like, where they're from or, you know, if they have family in the city or anything like that? You um, get a, a various responses. Some saying, I live in the Downs. Others, I was a travelling merchant. Some say, yes, I've got family. Others, no. But mostly, it's, you don't see anyone of high regard. Uh, most people are probably from the Downs. Uh, there's some people that are from not nicer parts of the upper areas. Others are just traveling merchants that got tied up. How long is it going to take? Well, how long did it take for us to get from the exit like to the front of the town again? 20 minutes to go all the way was around. Was that us riding or was that... Uh, that, was, that? If you were walking, we were 20 minutes. It's going to take you like five sprinting on a horse yeah you can just keep walking i guess can we ask um like someone who seems like clear mm-hmm. or as as responsive as possible like what happened exactly that meant they started working there like is it that they all did something that the batman didn't like the dwarf who now is more trusting of you guys they say well i was just traveling through and heard about this drug thing that it's one minute I was setting up my stall, selling some goods, and next minute, no, I was just being dragged down here. You know, I was by myself, mostly, just a traveling merchant, selling a few bits and bobs. And I've been here for a good while now. My question is, like, do you think the people at the gates will let all these people back into the city? They better. <laughs> or they don't kick off. <laughs> well, I think that's as good an answer as any. <laughs> Punches fist into like... hand. You know, if there's people in this city that, like, clearly do have family, there's, like, so many of them, right? I feel like we don't really want to be, like, harboring 40 whole people who are missing yeah. from the Baron's thing. And, like, we obviously we need to, like, try and find the, you know, sort out the source of it. And, but, like, maybe if there's people who can be returned home and, like, 
or like given money to start you know to get back on the road or so that they've at least got enough money for like clothes and supplies and stuff it's it's i guess it's really up to what just i think some people are waiting for a decision on what's going to be happening like they're probably just sitting down now for a minute because some of them are like i don't want to go walking in the snow with no shoes yeah yeah i kind of don't well i feel like if we do we should be taking them back in i don't think we can send people in this state Mm. off on their own but if some of them know where they're from or know where their family is we could go with them I think we should just go to the guards at the gate and tell them that these people are citizens of their town if they question us. What about we're at a party the night before? Just going back. I Real think... bad walk of shame. <laughs> I think that you should tell the guards that. I will do the talking. It's fine. Zara actually speaks up and says, I've never seen you guys around these parts before, but the I don't know if you know how this town works. If we look like this, the way we do in rags, they're probably going to escort us down to the downs. And I feel like most of the people are not in a good state. Do you know if there's a small town nearby that we could probably go to? To I don't know if we can help people's habits at this point in time. I feel like if we go to the gate, that... They're just going to either turn us away or just throw us back into the downs and leave these people. Okay, well. I don't know if the guild could do anything about it. How far is this other town? There's a couple of other towns, uh, one to the north and one to the east. One to the north is heading toward Nittelheim, the other to Zendaria. Most people are leaving their homes for the winter to bigger cities. Problems of wolves and things, they hunt around these times. But I feel like if we walk into these places, it's going to be pretty bad. You know this area and this town better than we do, so I will trust your judgment. If there's somewhere safe, we can take people just temporarily. I do not wish to burden you, but I feel like this cave where we're in is a good place to rest for the snow but we will need clothes shoes blankets at least to ensure that they make it there i it is just my opinion but if we go to another town i have money i will buy clothes and shoes and blankets i don't i don't mind doing this what about i don't think we should stay in this cave just in case the guards come looking I don't think the guards will come looking. They think there's still monsters down there. I mean, if it's only for long enough for us to go into town and buy boots and clothes and things, even that's maybe it, better than trying to move people. Even if, if it's they're really cold. Even if it is just go to the limerick, at uh, the glimmerick, we could even get sheets and spare, maybe not costumes, but some clothes at least. If you all want to stay here and. Sp- Stay safe and hidden for a little while. I will go and I will get some clothes and some shoes for everyone. Malara says, I could stay here just in case anything bad happens. Alright, Emlyn gives Malara the walkie-talkie stone. Okay. Okay. I've got the other side. It works. 
Hello? 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 Can you hear me? I don't know why I didn't try and Malara? get big to give Malara the stone. Yes, I think I can hear you. Testing one, two, one, two. Yeah, I think it's working. Great, cool. We'll message you on here if you need it. Out. Okay. We're just standing next to each other. <laughs> well, that seems a totally foolproof system. But at least it means you can get in touch if there's any trouble. Yes. Just gonna have a quick, quick scan of people. Try and make a note of. Yeah, I was gonna say we should go around trying to like note down. Like we can at least look at people's feet and see how big yeah. they are. So that we can be estimating, you know, like all right, make a tally chart. Like all right, these people. This is how many people need like a large. This is how many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this many, this many dwarfs, this many like elves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you take a bit of time and you note down everyone of note and uh zara says do you any of you have like a spare cloak or something that i could try get in obviously i'm i have a good place in here uh, i could even help uh, acquire some of these things yeah you can you can put my cloak on okay good. emlyn was about to offer before they realized that maybe it would be like very short this <laughs> <laughs> um, is a hanky i can get in don't have to worry about me i will Get in my own way, and I'll meet you at the Glimmerick. As, as you notice that uh, this, you know, pale blue, sky blue skin that she has, and this white hair. Uh, you, you've met people like this before. She's an Ergen essay. Fancy. Hmm. Before we leave the cave, Fred is just going to give um, uh, Malara a little kiss. She smiles and gives you another kiss back. And she kind of back holds your hands tightly and says, "You can get these people safe." I will. Don't worry. And she like unsheaths her axe and just kind of looks up the hall, ensuring no one comes out. As you begin to approach the city, you see that about a hundred feet away from the main entrance, uh, Zara looks to you and says, "I will see you inside." And she does the spinning jump, and a big poof of air uh, goes under her feet, and she hops up onto the wall, and then seems to just hop over the wall. Whoa! Atenasia, such shops. Yeah, but I could do that if I wanted to. <laughs> maybe I could do that. Runs into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we're gonna have to get a lot of stuff, so maybe we should like rent a cart and I can pull it, rather than all of us just carrying all this these clothes and stuff in bundles, because that might look a little bit weird. Maybe that's a good idea, especially if we're gonna go to a different town after this. Yeah, we can help carry some people who can't walk and stuff. That's a good idea. Let's do that. As you head inside, the guards take note of you. They've seen you enter and exit before. Getting a bit curious. <laughs> it's also weird that they keep coming and going with a horse and or a giant man. Yeah, and you're no, only... No, it's probably you're, not. No, you're... we just keep arriving yeah. again and again. <laughs> so only it's keep probably not in. the same... <laughs> guards on every yeah. time no though. no no this is the morning guards uh but the night guards saw you twice enter uh, <laughs> we just you're like did leave. you see them leave <laughs> yeah, like we must be really bad at our jobs <laughs> as you enter there's a stables there called the uh the broken oak do you want to get the horse as well or i can just pull it but well if we have a horse the then that means you are free to help with other things true 
And it means we got a new friend. Yes. <laughs> Roll dice. <laughs> as you as you approach the broken oak, you see this pretty substantial sized house. Uh, you see a person outside with one of the horses cleaning its hooves. Big, beautiful ivory horses with like black spots through the dapple. Yes, dapple gray. Dapple gray horses. And it seems to be the the kind of horses that this person has and breeds. And you see a, a large field at, to the this side where there seems to be a bunch of horses. There's a couple of carts on sale, a couple of wagons. You see this half-orc person, large tusks uh, reaching up uh, past their cheeks, bending at like almost a 45-degree angle, cleaning the hoofs. Good morning. Well, afternoon, I suppose. How can I help you? We're looking to buy one of your lovely horses. But They're just course. stunning. What a lovely color they are. Yes, they are quite stunning. And you notice that this person has a similar skin tone to the double horses. <laughs> he's, he's, he's gray with uh, kind of white speckles. Yes, uh, well, is it large workhorse that you need or just a one for riding? Um, They're for pulling um carts and we also need to buy a cart oh excellent we can get that where are you heading if you don't mind me asking i don't know what's this one called like we're, the one he's talking we're to. heading to zendaya heading to a larger city in the winter probably a safer bet uh this one is called uh coconut oh that's a great name do you name all your horses uh most of them hello coconut my pet's face you have you ever seen a coconut? They're very strange things. I don't think I ever have seen a coconut. Do you have one? Oh no. You will have to have a look. Maybe in the market they will have some coconut. But anyway, he goes behind a counter inside the house and comes out with a book. Coconut uh, herself is a pretty good horse. I was just doing some maintenance, but she's good to go. But feel free to have a look around. We have five other suitable horses for sale. For the cart and horse bit and bridle and some food for the road. Uh, we shall call it 85 gold pieces. Okay. Guys, do we have that kind of money? How much well, was it? Since we're getting both. Wait, can I see if I know how, whether it's worth it? <laughs> this is expensive or not? Uh, sure, make a history check. I feel like Emlyn used to have. I, Emlyn didn't definitely. Yeah, make it make it with advantage because you're a merchant background. Yeah, like they definitely didn't used to travel by foot. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably much more familiar with carts and stuff. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Um, it's actually a really reasonable price. It's not like um, too high or anything. It's actually quite near the the middle mark. We also found like a whole bunch of treasure in that place. You did. <laughs> got plenty of money. No, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Maybe Emlyn is like, can we do it for 80? Uh, make a persuasion check. I feel like they don't really have like a good um, reason why. Yeah. Just, <laughs> because they know it's a good price, but like... There's just chance in their arm. <laughs> it's a nine. Nine. <laughs> I mean, they were a merchant, not a good merchant. <laughs> you always have to remember that. It's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, he says, well, it's coming up to winter, so I need to ensure that my horses are fed and... The farms are mostly closing, so I have to to say, eighty-five. No, I, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. That's it. Seems a fair. Emlyn just hands over the money. Okay. 
Um, he says, do you know what? I'll give you some feed for the road. And he throws in a couple of uh, bags on the on the back of a cart. He says, I thank you. Can we also get two apples? <laughs> You'd have to go to the store for that. Okay. You don't have apples Noted. here. Can I pick yes. a horse? Of course. He leads you back to the horse. I'll have to ask which one wants to come with, though. Okay. I'm just going to go by asking horses if they want to be my friend. Yeah. You, you hop up on the side of the fence that holds them in, beckon them over. And a lot of them kind of come over looking for food and start, like, nibbling at your uh, armor and bits and pieces and all kind of, like, looking at you. Bite off the big mushrooms on my shoulder. <laughs> Now, I'm looking for someone to come with us on adventures and to help people. Does that sound like anything any of you want to do? Three of them kind of like back away and just go back to eating since you didn't have any food. One of them looks pretty meaty and strong looking. The other one's a bit smaller, a, a softer face and more friendly, I would say, than the other one. The other one's quite aggressively like trying to eat at you. <laughs> oh no. How about you? I go to the softer one. I pet them. It, you can tell it's, it's a it's a mare. Do you want to come with us? And like it puts its head t towards you. What's this one called? Uh oh, that's uh one of our new ones. That one doesn't have a name yet. I'm going to call you Plumpkin, and we'll take her. Be back in a little while. I can get it all sorted up for you. We'll come back for you, Plumpkin. I love her. She's the best horse I've ever seen. Fate is concerned. <laughs> yeah, they, they, we're just gonna go like two steps out of the city and it'll just be like, oh, arrows. Oh, the arrows <laughs> Where are we guys heading? Shall we go? Yeah. Should we go Somewhere buy shoes and clothes and stuff? Yes. Okay. And then go to the polymeric. Okay. Is it back to. Uh, oh, God, the. the <gasps> yes. The fish guy. What's his name again? Yes. What did I just hey, call the horse? Store. Plumpkin. Plumpkin, okay. <laughs> like a plump pumpkin. That's how this whole adventure started. Yeah. Throw it's come back. full circle. <laughs> <laughs> the Brothers Bluethorn. The big uh, department store. He's a triton, right? Yeah, he's a triton. Yeah. Yeah. Very wet looking. And I really liked him. <laughs> I'm just excited to hear the music. I didn't necessarily trust him. I think I liked him, <laughs> but I didn't like him, but whatever. <laughs> so is ever everyone going to brother's bluethorn or is it just heck yeah yeah sure. our best Everyone friend is like very very low down in the aisles and can't really figure out like which one to get to <laughs> and they're just getting like more and more cross so as you head towards brother's bluethorn as you enter a triton person greets you uh hello uh well welcome to brother's bluethorn nice to nice to see you again Anything we can help you with today? As two eyes blink at different times. <laughs> I don't know if Vader would be better at this, but I feel like maybe Emma just wants to buy like everything here and see if they can get a discount. <laughs> Emma is not good at it. <laughs> when when Emma starts to talk, Vader's just kind of going to be like, um, I'll, I'll do this. <laughs> Emma is sad that they let Vader do it. <laughs> We are looking to buy uh, quite a few pairs of shoes and some clothing. And some apples. We can do that, I'm sure. As she's like standing next to like a whole selection of clothing. Yeah, I'm sure we can We can do that. Um, oh, there he is. Close. Uh, is there particular uh, sizes that 
you need? Uh, we are going to get a variety. Uh, I have a list. What is this winter, for? Winter is approaching, you know, and some people cannot afford these things. So we want to be able to provide them for those who can't buy them themselves. Uh, it's, a, it's a charitable enterprise. As, as he kind of unscrews a, a bottle of water, sack next to him, he pours it some in his hands and he wets his gills a little bit. Oh, that is uh, very kind of you. Uh, well, if you give me the list, I can get a couple of helpers to get all this equipment that you need and get it all right. Uh, brothers, we, we, need, we need help. Can anyone help? As you just see, like, a couple of other Triton heads poke up all around the store. And they all go, <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just imagine them walking around, have the wettest, slappiest oh, they, little feet. They like... do. <laughs> on, the, on the stone floor, it's like... <laughs> we have a list of uh, different people who need clothing for the winter. Uh, this person is being very generous. And uh, but there's apples as well. Apparently he needs apples. I mean, I would just go look for them. You guys have your hands full. I think maybe also just like food, right? Yeah. Oh, if yeah. there's anything that's like easy, easily digestible, like plain, transportable food. I'm, I will go on a food hunt. Power bars. Emily's going to help me go on a food hunt or... There's the whole trail mix selection that they have. Like your own I little bags that you can, you can make. As well as uh, a small bakery that's attached. A little food court that they have. Just imagine finding the apples next to like axes and swords. Yeah. Like it, it's a germicide. Yeah, there's like a whole fresh produce section. It's like a, a market. It looks like a market, but it's not a market. You know, that kind of shtick. Um, where they've got like stalls set up, but there's no one behind it. And it's just like, take it to the checkout. You get these little wicker baskets to walk around with. When you ask Emlyn to come with their face, like, falls a little bit and then they try and like hide it and they're like well i, I mean i thought thought i'd i was helping here but unless they like look up at vader <laughs> i can always use your help and then everyone looks reassured <laughs> okay i'll just go don't mind me <laughs> yeah as you just see tritons descend upon the clothing section picking up things putting them in baskets and putting them at the checkout, people start ringing it up. I bet the lighting in here is really unflattering. Yeah, it's, it's quite dim. Uh, there are some, like, candle chandeliers and stuff. Um, made of, like, iron and things, but, yeah, it's not... It's not how I'm picturing it. No, I was imagining, like, sort of, like, gross, slightly green, like, magical strip lights. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Emlyn catches themselves in a the mirror and they're like, God, do I look that old? <laughs> Yeah, it's like that kind of light where you can't see your own veins, so you just look freaky. Uh, the, the blue light, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? It makes it look underwater, so... <laughs> this is your story I'm telling, so... It's, it's really what you want. Um, and I've decided that the things that we want to input most about in the story, in the world, are this one shot. <laughs> We've got really strong ideas about the music. We get really involved. The yeah. I just imagine like Lionel flooring as well. Lionel. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's whatever it is. We haven't seen it before, but it like their feet slap on it like really wetly. And, it's, like, yeah. and there's always like little puddles that just don't yeah, go it's like, anywhere. It's like a little bit soft, but it's kind of peeling in some places. 
Honestly, they need to replace it, but they're they've got other stuff to do. I also just imagine them wearing like those horrible, like blue cottony polo shirts that are really thick, like ones people block. I was just wearing like slightly gross polo shirts. Yeah. No, it's got, like a weird synthetic fabric. Like, khaki trousers. Does it have name tags? It. But all of the name tags just say like the brothers. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They, they, they all have the same because they're all brothers. They all have uh, brothers. Blue thorn on it, but only the manager Bertolt has his name Bertolt, <laughs> and he's the one. Do they all have names beginning with B? You'd have to ask them. They totally do. They're the blubbers. Sandy, Sandy. Mm-hmm. If Emlyn goes around and asks every single one of them their names, yeah, could you reel them off for me? <laughs> DM challenge three. No, there's uh, there's probably like five helping oh you guys God. out but there's more in the store we've got Bertolt who you know Bert Bort <laughs> Bort yeah Bort um, my son is also named Bort uh, Broth Bortles more I've done Brian <laughs> and, and Brian <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a bit of a shorter fella Brian uh, his egg the black cracked the family. He, his egg cracked a little bit he's got He's not quite. Oh, oh, Brian. oh, Brian, you're my favorite. He's Nemo. Yeah. Oh, no. He's got a little small fin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well done. You passed the DM challenge. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Asking the important questions. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad that we spent not very long escaping from that place. Oh, what are we going to do with these 40 people? Don't know, but we do know the names. <laughs> tritons in this shop That's true. <laughs> i don't know much about tritons i will say but how i imagine it is just how normal fish breed and just <laughs> have like thousands of spawn so yeah don't worry sandy you may know, not know very much about them but we do yeah <laughs> let, let us tell you yeah you, you give me the information about brothers brothers bluethorn what, what, what's their society like where are they from what's their mum like i'm drawing right now she's great <laughs> <laughs> uh, does veda try and haggle down the price when they eventually come back they're good quality clothes but nothing too expensive they're not gonna give them like proper fancy noble clothing but because it's just not practical uh they throw in a couple of blankets all the shoes and everything like that and they say, uh, all this would come to uh, 22 gold. That's fine. She's not going to try and handle that. And all the food as well. Big just slams down like four shopping baskets worth of food. Just like brimming. <laughs> and he says, uh, and he kind of takes out this abacus and starts trying to count everything. Uh, that would be another seven gold. So 29 altogether. And Lynn is like looking at Vader. Maybe like tugging <laughs> very, very gently on her arm. Um, Vader looked at Emlyn. What, what do you think, Emlyn? Well, I mean, only since it's a charitable enterprise. Is that, just wanted to know if that was the normal charity price for such a bulk of things that are buying all at once. Make a persuasion check. See, this is, this is what I wanted to avoid. <laughs> 14. 14. He says, of course, uh, we can, as he scratches his face, gets weirdly close to his eyes, he's scratching, um, do it for 25 gold. And then hands over 25 gold. 
<laughs> Much appreciated. Oh, Veda already took the 20... Was it 22? No, uh, I feel like Emlyn is going to pay for it. Okay, so yeah. You, you get all the food, you get all the clothes for 25 rather than 29. Yeah, I think Emlyn is paying for this stuff because they found like a ridiculous amount. Okay. Yeah, well in fact I was also going to say that like if there's a bank, yeah, there is bank. Emlyn maybe wants to go and they don't want to be carrying this much around. So you get all the clothes, you know, you get a lot of bags full of things, you carry quite a lot of it and uh, I think you probably put some in the bag of holding as well. So it makes it a lot easier. Um, they actually give you some baskets to carry things out, like wicker baskets. So where'd you guys head now with all your stuff? Fedor was planning on heading back to the Glimmerick to reconvene with Zara and maybe talk to Gilda and see what she thinks about this whole thing. Okay, we can do that. If Emily wants to go to the bank as well. And... Do you want me to yeah, take on Malara? Yeah, that would be good. Malara? Hello? Hello? Hello, is everything okay? So far, yes. Okay, cool, just checking in. Over. Okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay, that's good. I like Malara. Uh, shall we head to the Glimmerick while Emlyn goes to the bank and then they can come and meet us outside there? And yeah, we sure, can head off good. together? I don't like the bank, it's too slippy. You head towards the Glimmerick, Emlyn stays. Dumping all this beautiful gold and silver and everything into a count, you mm. eventually make it towards. I'm the like, bank. I want some of that gold, but Veda doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> Veda, do you have enough for the horse and stuff? Yeah, Emmeline paid for that too. Yeah, I think. it's all paid for. Oh, okay, cool. You head towards the Glimmerick. You do see as you're heading there the main road that attaches everything. Uh, you do see a riding party all wearing this red tunic that you've seen a lot of people wear wearing uh, with uh, white s swords on them. You know, people seem to be waving at them as they ride through the city, a good half a dozen of them on horseback. Does Vader know what the sort of tabard is? I think you've he heard people speaking of the red swords, which are a hunting party. They're like a hunting guild. Right. Okay. The main the main trade in this area. Oh yeah, we met the guy. Yeah, just as a a piece as they seem to be out on a hunt. As you guys make your way to the Glimmerick, heading inside, things are in full swing. Bouncer lets you in no problem. You see Zara in a nicer outfit now, cloak around her, a bit warm, and some sort of mulled alcohol. Uh, that she's drinking down. She says, Hey, it is nice to see you again, Gildor Glimmerbeard says. Right, so, seems like you've done a good job, uh, as promised. And she hands you this microphone. Ooh, what's up? I will, uh, I will have a go later. But what is it? It is a thing that amplifies your voice. Pretty useful for people of line of work, I suppose. I lean into it and go. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> I think it's broken. Did uh, did Sarah let you know about the other people outside of the town? Yes, she did. Do you have any advice on how to proceed? Yes, we will have sent letters to some of our establishments 
in the other towns and have made them aware of the situation and if they can have some board for them they will give them for the winter and uh, we have provided some bedding and various bits and pieces to go i don't know how much stuff that you need or you've already got or what okay well we bought some clothes and shoes okay. and some blankets we are going to take them out to the cave that the, they are currently in uh, we can also we can provide that, some food as well well if we we can take whatever you have we have a cat we could take that with us to them and start them on their way sounds good although our time has been brief together you've done a lot of good in this town i'd say i very much appreciate it we thought zara lost and a couple of our other friends down there who are not quite themselves they'll be much appreciated when they get back on their feet again was there anyone else in that group that a couple from the town could we not get them back in back to their family well most of them don't have families uh, we, we know of them they're from the downs and to be honest it's better if they get out of there what about the ones that do have families here i don't think many had i think that was the point zara says yes i think that most of them were picked for that reason that no one would really care that they were missing or if they do have families they're all dragged up yes it is quite a horrible thing as yeah don't feel good leaving this town with this person in charge well there's not much we can do about that aye there's he does keep bad things out i suppose but other than that it's pretty horrible what he does here uh we can't just go right up killing people though, especially of that stature, it would bring a lot of bad stuff. How do barons get, like, in power? Typically, big towns like this are run by earls, but uh, they have been uh, other places, so the baron has been running this town for a little while, and since he was a man of the church for some time, people thought that he was a good man, but... Most of us can see through his shape. What if we find an earl to replace him? Well, there is an earl. He's just probably in Zundaria doing some sort of court thing. I don't really know. Could we bring him back? Possibly. But then the baron goes to still own some land in a smaller town somewhere. And God knows what he would do to that. But you've helped a good number of people. But he would still probably be making those drugs, even when they leave. I don't know how it works, really. His production well, has we... stopped, at least. Wasn't it Red who was doing it? Yeah. It's like it... Red who knew how to make it, who we've managed to get out. Mm -hmm. By the way, did did Red... Like, did he come back, want to come in, back into the city with us or make his own way, or is he still just, like, with everyone else? He's with everyone else. He's, he doesn't want to go back into this town, I think. Perhaps one day we can do something about this town. I think you've done a good amount right now, so... Be proud of yourself for that, and you've saved a good number of people that, without your help, might have continued to be stuck down there. Well, I won't forget about it. I'll come back. If you do, we would always have a place for you here in the Glimmerick. No questions. Yeah. Anything you need, the guild's got for you. Uh, Emma, yeah. you can give me a note of how much money you're actually putting away. Yeah, um... Do you mind if I ask real quick, um, what the, is 5,000 silver pieces 500 gold? 
yes, that would be. And is a hundred platinum a thousand gold? Yes. They kind of do want to send some of this money off, but keep a reasonable amount. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot I of gold. I know. Holy heck. Um, <laughs> well, this is like everything that was in that chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just forget how much. So I guess maybe they, on one hand, I feel like maybe they feel like they found the chest and they need the money. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like pretty chill about them putting it away in yeah. in the bag or whatever. But on the other hand, I don't, I don't know if they would have like discussed it. I don't think so. I think they're quite, they're, they don't really care about money. Maybe Emlyn has like asks Vader real quick before. <laughs> before heading off to to get like a sense of like now if i was to send some of this money away i mean we were all down there together and i don't want to send away money that we might need for stuff i don't think figures worth asking why don't you leave everybody a hundred gold each and then you take everything else i mean that's that's a lot but i know but i know you need it it would be good to have some money in case we need it in the coming days, but I know that you have a debt to pay, and I don't want you to struggle with that. I think Emlyn, like, thanks Vader and is very, like, thankful for this, but probably doesn't, keeps a little bit more than that for everyone. I will, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll um, tell you exactly how much. Um, yeah, I'll, tell, I'll let you know in a minute, but they yeah. do send quite a lot of the money away and a little bit of it home as well. As Emlyn returns to the Glimmerick, what does everyone wish to do? I think before we leave this town, Veda yeah. is going to write a letter to her parents. Just explaining what everything's happening. Like, I think she's kind of cryptic in her letters, like she's not like super explicit. Yeah, just like having a lovely time. Super fun, but a horse. Not so much like that, just more like kind of slightly cryptic things okay. about how Zundaria is like shit and maybe a little bit of a hint for her dad to keep an eye on the loops. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask if... Because <laughs> she knows that he doesn't trust them anyway, but if she can figure out a way of wording it that's like, hey, yo, <laughs> daddy-o... <laughs> 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 just hey, like finger guns, yeah. Hey, no, just um, a little bit like, hey, yeah, those um, watch out for those guys. Okay. Because I mean, you could even word it like they're weird. Aurelian's, you know, uh, employers maybe uh, take a closer look at them or keep keep a yeah. wary eye of of those people because it could be like. Who are they really talking about? Like the guards or blah, blah, blah. Keep a close eye on my middle brother's employers. Yeah. I was going to say that the letter that's like, things are great. We bought a horse. is like, that's, that's Emlyn's letter. That's one of <laughs> Emlyn's letters home. Yeah, yeah. You know, they write too. The one in big handwriting is definitely like, describes, maybe that's like thin pickings at the moment. So it definitely like, describes the horse in a lot of detail. And it's yeah. like, got a crappy drawing of like, a city on a hill. And then, a lot of the rest is like, mm, there's not that much information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, do you know what? When did they last write a letter? Well, basically, if they didn't, they're going to do a small drawing of like 10 emblems in a room. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they, they wrote a letter in that town, but I yeah. don't know if it was before or yeah, after. Yeah, I, I think you did write a letter in the tavern where the doppelgangers were. 
Scri scribbly and... one is short, and the other one is like long with like huge letters and stupid drawings of many. Big's one to his family is just big, right? And it just says, "I hate you." <laughs> just <a> scrub. <laughs> Just like nails it to a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I feel like Veda's letters home don't ever really touch on how much mortal danger she's in all the time. Yeah. And she's not gonna be right like, hey, so I got like almost killed by a chain devil. Yeah. She's just gonna be like, yeah, things are really different here. I don't like it. Watch out for these guys. Yeah. I feel oh, like shit. also. The scenery is nice, <laughs> and there's nice people, but, you know, the way that the monarchy works is... Yeah. I, I think your, your dad reading that would be like, yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's he trained thing. her well. Yeah. Emlyn's big handwriting letter just has loads of drawings of Emlyn, like, really skillfully dodging traps and not activating them. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> I just like the idea that these two, that you two are just like writing letters to home and Fig's like, guess I'll join you. Mm. <laughs> no one's writing. Finishing up your letters, sending them on the way, uh, Gildor uh, will send them off proper and get them to where they need to go. You guys head back to the Broken Oak to get your horse and everything. Get Plumpkin! Plumpkin. And they've got their bit and bridle all set up and all attached to the cart, all ready to go. You put in the baskets of clothing and food. It's a it's oh. a pretty big cart as well. I pull out the apple that I got her. Okay, yeah. And I feed it to her. Who's who's driving the cart? I feel like I assume Fig. Oh, oh, I was just gonna walk. Not drive a cart. I was just gonna walk beside it and let the people like get as many people on it as possible. Well, yeah. I felt like I felt personally Emlyn would drive it, but yeah, I think Emlyn knows how to drive the cart, unless yeah, Vader like does. super knows how to. I think maybe Emlyn assumes that Vader is used to traveling around more fancy than this. Maybe just be like Emlyn just has a high, high walk opinion. on. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Vader like never really traveled until like she headed off and then like bumped into Emlyn like a week later. So. <laughs> You just have all these expectations of Veda's life, and who's like, nope. No yep. idea. She just got really good posture, and it gives people all sorts of assumptions. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but like, Emily's just from like an island where everyone's like farmers, <laughs> or they just like sell bread. So Veda could kind of say like anything, and Emlyn would be like, mm, I can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, If Veda was being carried around in a palanquin, literally everywhere she went, I think Emlyn would be like, that makes sense. <laughs> she deserves it. She deserves it. it. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, she would be a little bit into that. <laughs> That's the dream, really. That's why I need all this, like, wheelchair. All this, like, anti-monarchy stuff is just her playing the long game and she's actually going to take the crown for herself. <laughs> I know. She's just waiting for everyone to be like, but if we start taking out the, you know, the nobility, who's going to take over from them? She's like, I mean, I guess... I will take on that. I, I mean, I guess if I have to. Roll insight on Vader. Oh, did you get the? Did you get the amp? Yes. Yes. Uh, so that gives her like that gives advantage on performance checks, right? Uh, no. No. Uh, I've forgotten what it does. You have to explain it yeah. for me again. It increases your spell 
uh, mod by plus one uh, when you speak somatic spells into it. So it's it's Ooh. it's a battle mic. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Yeah. That's well, that's well good. What I a just, great idea. How I just imagine it? I just imagine her being like yelling into the mic like let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm expecting like some like poetry slam shit, you know? I want rap battle. That's all I can imagine. But it, it also uh amplifies your voice so when you when you speak into it 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 will have a better effect. It has similar effects to thaumaturgy i guess where it makes your voice louder what's it what's it called again uh the amplifier okay i'm it's... just gonna put it in our inventory and stuff so yeah it, it is loud though damn a thousand oh a hundred feet a hundred feet that's, that's cool i want you to be like singing your own entrance music as you appear on the scene of battle or just like introducing everyone mm -hmm. who comes into the fight <laughs> yeah fig with really initiative good. of five Weighing 250 pounds all the way from the fake world. Crackles, <laughs> like, like, flexing, flexing. Okay, now, now do that, but in Vader's accent. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Space Jam when Daffy Duck comes out uh, and they're like, no one claps? I feel like that's what happened when Emlyn come out. <laughs> That's fucking brutal, mate. Oh, that's so bad. That's, so <laughs> that's also like, that's how they feel about their life. Yeah, exactly. That's, I think it's more of like what Emlyn would think would happen in their head. Beta has a lot of faith in Emlyn. Yeah. I feel like we all do. Just not when it comes to persuasion. Is it unfounded <laughs> faith? Emlyn's actually proficient in persuasion, but their charisma is not high. <laughs> yeah, they have, plus, they have plus three, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. No, plus four, plus four. Damn, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no reason you should be rolling this terribly every time with Persuasion. But yeah, that's no, how it's the character. Character. No. Same time. It it's like how character. It's like how Fig can never dance. Vader's Persuasion is plus seven, and it could be higher, but I decided to put her um, expertise in Intimidation instead of Persuasion. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. So her Intimidation is plus ten. Yeah. <laughs> If, so if you if you use the mic to shout at people, I will give advantage on that because that's what thaumaturgy does. Because mm -hmm. it's like, I can just imagine oh, Vader being like, "Oi!" just like screaming at someone, and then just be like, <gasps> "Then, then, then the rap battle happens." Yes, yeah. that's. Oh, I also just feel like <laughs> your wrestling is. announcements genuinely could be like really threatening, like super intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Hype up everyone else to be super intimidating as well. Do you know what I mean? Malara took down a chain devil. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine having someone announce all the extremely <laughs> powerful adventurers that are about to fight you. That's pretty great. <laughs> Malara has all this wrath. She'll cut this man in half. Uh... <laughs> that was good. Thanks. That was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I, um... I enjoyed this. Well done. Clap, clap, clap. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, like the whitest what... thing you could have said. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Well done. I enjoyed quite, this. Quite, 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 everyone. Well, well done. Well done. Just a slight clap. A slight clap. Go slight golfing edge. clap, yeah. Well that, that... Ooh, darling. <laughs> we didn't exactly deliver it with very much attitude, but you know. Yeah. I think this is the right response. <laughs> um, so. Okay. Leaving. We write letters. Write letters. We write letters and then we take 
we take our charitable donation back to that cave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As as you head back um, towards the cave, you see, you know, snow begins to fall as the day comes to uh, close. Probably five o'clock at this point, as you're setting off. Uh, everyone gets to the cave. Malara's just sitting, looking in the other direction. No one's seeming to come after her. Provide everyone with clothing. Everyone kind of sits and tries on shoes and jackets and clothing. Wraps up in blankets. Some of the more older people, uh, Himir included, uh, sit on the back of the cart. And then some of the other people just begin to walk along side the cart. And you think everyone leaving, which I believe we're heading to Zundaria. Is the direction you want to head? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, and I think like, you know, we've probably gone around speaking to everyone to try and make sure that like, you know, even if they're not very coherent, that they genuinely don't have yeah. people they need to, they want to go back to in the city or mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I think, yeah, most people, given the option, wants to get the heck away from the city. They all seem to confirm, even the ones that are not quite with it. Uh, they all seem to understand what is happening and wish to go along. And we will close today's session with y'all leaving Winstadia. Beta's gonna go back there and kill that Baron eventually. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, f I felt like it was either depending on what you did with the, the uh, prisoners the baron could have died this episode <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to be arrested i'm so upset i mean if you killed the baron you would get arrested <laughs> for sure so i have to go back and kill the baron yeah perhaps and learn it who would take over from the baron i'd be so up for killing the baron if i knew that the town was in safe hands yeah yeah i feel like this is something that we can bring up <laughs> if we go to talk to What's his face? The, the hobgoblin guy. Devoir. Yeah, like maybe raise this and be like, hey, here's a town that needs help if you're apparently one to sort shit out. Yeah. I mean, you gotta start with the top. You're going to Zundaria. The king's there. Where are we straight up kill the king. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Easy. <laughs> Easy. No problem. Just walk up. He's probably on the throne having some wine. She just fireball him in the face. We'll just pass about a trace, hurry up, and bonk him. Yep. Bonk, bonk. Easy. It's worked that so well. That won't go horribly wrong at all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Draw Your Swords. You can follow Draw Your Swords at Dice Podcast. That's D-Y-S Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you like this episode, give the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Or subscribe on YouTube. It really helps us out a lot. Thank you. <laughs>